playing every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn, and I am back from a two-week hiatus on the show. It's been... It's been a long two weeks, let me tell you. It has been. Long, torturous. Torturous. I'm sure for everybody. Mainly. Crying. There were there was people crying in the streets. That's what I heard, at least. I don't know. People, I haven't known what to do with my Saturday Fridays. Saturdays. Didn't even know what day it is. I don't even know what day it is You're anymore. lost. You're lost in the ether. Um, we just came back f- last week from Portland. I have some of the spoils in front of me here from the uh, impromptu ADSI micro edition at the Indo Expo with some great great entries um and we managed to uh yeah fly through crazy amounts of hash and weed and come up with a winner which will be announced at the end of the show closer to the end of the show almost at the end of the show because we do want to get in touch with some of these winners have them on the show talk about why these things stood out amongst the rest and if you're watching the show and you entered, you probably already see some of your things out here, which, you know, knowing that they made it, they made it. Um, we're also going to have Thunder Fudge on the show later. We had him on the panel, which was really cool. Um, he's going to give us some legends of the Northwest, I guess you would want to call it, some the Larry, o, the Larry 08 story. Or uh, there's, a, there's a few. So we're going to talk to with him later in the show. Nice. Um, we are, what else are we doing today? We have something else planned. Oh, I'm going to talk to the guys from Fidus, who mm-hmm. was the ones who, uh, helped us, uh, with a hanging out over at their, one of their friend spots, which is cool. So they helped us, you know, make it happen. We couldn't do a live show. Of course, it's always the same problem. It's always internet connections are not <laughs> up to par, AKA Adam doesn't have a shit together or, um, you know, missing one wire. That's usually the case. So it was, right. and this time, I think it was a trifecta because yeah. we got there, there and the, the cord was like four feet too short. It was like, oh my God, the Ethernet. So we had to get another one. And by the time we got that one, we realized it just didn't work anyway. Oh, wow. There you go. Um, let's see. We got. Well, just give me a ticket next time. And uh... Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is in the works. <laughs> Don't you worry. So, Mr. James Bean, remember, if we want to do a good show, we need this man right here to come with us. Plus, okay. I mean, you know, all the fans, they want to they meet you, man. They're like, MTI, he's <laughs> the legend, the legend of MTI. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank JTI, who, oh, helped, nice. yeah. who helped me out. Uh, he, knows, he knows who he is. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was great out there. I mean, it's one of those places, every time I go to Oregon, I'm always like, I could live here. This is definitely a spot I could be. You know, it's like it has a, just a real warm vibe to it, you know, out. Besides all the homeless people and all the bullshit going on, I mean, it's one right. of, it is one of those kind of crazy places too. When you get there, you're like, so they let people just camp out anywhere? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like wow, you know, you forget when you're in a place like Colorado, everything's a little more. It's kind of like when you cross the border from New Mexico into Colorado, and it's like it goes from like houses made out of whatever to like 
boring and very, you know, this is very up to code, you know? Right. Yeah. Colorado's a fucking code-loving state. It's not a great thing, right? It's not uh, a great bureaucracy's thing. fine. For sure. I'm just kidding. Um, but it, it was good to see a bunch of people out there, uh, a lot of fans of the show. You know, that's always humbling, right? Because you're always like, oh, it's, you actually people listen, right? Like, oh wow! But there was some uh, real good, um, yeah, some good good talks with people. On the one, barely got to walk the floor because I was doing upstairs. I was for the Indo guys. Um, I was moderating some panels. Oh, cool! And that was actually really cool too. Nice. And, and the thing is, when you're doing those, you know, it's it's a good idea to be kind of part of it because you don't want to can't can't just like go wander this wander the floor, <laughs> then run back and moderate, and then you know. So yeah, but it was cool. Um, uh, Josh Jones uh, from Jonesing uh, Labs here in color in Denver was there. Was one of the speakers. It was actually c- kind of interesting because a bunch of the speakers were from Colorado, and they're people I never even met before. Well, I met him before, but he's a. I'll have him on the show at some point because he was a, a chemist, and uh, now deep in the in the uh, extract game as far as for, you know. On paper, I don't know if he's actually producing, but on paper, at least putting together, you know, one ton a day uh, flow through facilities and stuff. So one ton and going up to five tons. So it's like, okay, this is the future of extracts. Right. Tonnage. Everyone's, because you know how it's like the the vernacular changes and every year even. And it goes from like, you know, people are like talking kilos and now they're talking tons and, you know, they're talking, just like they're talking like square feet of canopy then you're talking acreage of canopy then you're talking you know hectares of canopy so it's like it's it goes quick it's really really like kind of mind-boggling how fast people have scaled up which is great yeah but it's also um we're gonna see what happens in november with because i mean this year everybody just it went up it's over a hundred thousand acres now going and you know that's it was like it was nine thousand three years ago that's crazy man it's pretty exponential you know the growth the growth of yep. this damn industry it's outgrown itself here it goes <clears throat> you know it is and the whole i mean that seems like the recurring theme is kind of like a uh, a little bit of a, uh, like everybody's a little bit bummed because we're getting where we're getting you know what i mean right like a couple years yeah. ago we were all excited because oh yeah nobody saw the pitfalls fields of hemp exactly yeah. and that's ex- you know for me too same thing i mean i want to see fields of hemp sure and the hemp side is pretty much not as big of an issue but people are going to get you know they'll have issues running hot or whatever things like that yeah. but but as far as the the cannabis game though it's like just kind of peaked out you know what i mean right it's like it's not even interesting anymore <laughs> it's weird it's just really weird it is strange yeah like even from normal consumers, they're just kind of over going to the shops too. It seems like you know what I mean. Like some of them are just like, bring back the black market. Yeah, Is right. Black yeah, like market, black market. Well, I mean, you, you know, you find. <laughs> That's the way I feel anyway. I mean, it's just like you find your friend that can grow good, and then you know. But people forget quick. You got to remember that. That's like yeah. inconvenience. It's like we're the Uber generation now. It's like anything for convenience. Right. Which is also what you're noticing too. Where it's like okay. You can have Order shitty, shitty weed, but if it's really easy to get, right. people are still going to go ahead. They're going to go for that path of least resistance. Like, right. What? I got to go there? <laughs> like, yeah, you got to go there. Like, they don't deliver. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, since we didn't really... Uh, you can show that door back there, actually. 
Okay. Sorry. Bit loud. Bit loud. Now I'm all sensitive. I had the worst. I had no sound during this the other days when I was trying to do stuff. Watch out for my son's uh, box, cardboard box project over there. It's the never ending lab. It's called a lab, by the way. That is a lab. The never ending lab, huh? Yep. That's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but let's see. The other, other highlights of that show, though, were like, um, you know, the, to see that it's like it's mature, the market has matured so much that, you know, they're, they're kind of knocked out all the crappy guys selling. Like it's, it's gotten to the point where everything you see there is like it's actually real stuff. You know what I mean? That's what I, it was like. Because back in the day, it would always be like a mixture between Indian pipe guy, you know what I mean, <laughs> next to super serious guy with a, you know, HPLC or something. And, and you're like, okay, which, you know, you, you can get lost in the, in the, in the zone there. Yeah. But that no, definitely was a, you know, pro show. And it was about 4,000 people on the first day, which is really good for a Oregon summertime because it's like, you know, a lot of excuses right. for reasons not to go to things like that then. But sure. Yeah, so like 4,000 people on the first day, second day, a little bit slower, but it's also a Sunday, you know, so it's always like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's see, the, what time is it now? Where were you the week before? Okay, good question. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. No, where was I? Where was Did I, I see oh, a picture with you Boston. with Ron Wallace, actually? That's right. What am I talking about? Jesus, time goes on. Yeah, so we was in Boston for uh, okay. the uh, for Canacon. That was two weeks ago. There you go. Good, good segue. Yeah. It's, it's like, wait a minute, didn't something else happen? <laughs> so um, yeah, it was awesome. The East Coast is fucking it's fucking blowing up, man. It's like yeah, you can see it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, in a good way, and of course, you know, in a ridiculous way sometimes too. So they, in the good way side, as far as like what I what I saw was. Massachusetts, where we were at, um, it actually has an idea of social use, and, they've, and, they're, and they're bringing it right out of the gate. So they're going to have, hopefully, I mean, you know, we'll see because things get sideswiped. But for the most part, from what I gather, they're talking about letting people sell from clubs that, you know, like in a club setting. So you're like, okay, this is all we ever wanted. Yeah, like a place yeah, we can go yeah. in, we can order it and sit down. <laughs> Jeez, right? How hard was that, right? So they're they um, you know they're they're looking at the model of all places of a, a tetrahydro club, which is my buddy, mm-hmm. and it's like you know the only club of its type. And I love Jordan because he's like I am, where you know when you're in that uncharted territory, you're kind of making your own rules, mm-hmm. and so you have to tell people what to do, even because there's never been done. You know what I mean? And so. Because he did that, and Massachusetts is kind of looking at what models to work with. They, they're actually looking at his model, which is a beautiful thing, right? So, I mean, that's one of those. If that's an option, then we're home free as far as, right. like, a place that can finally show the that we can actually get together with more than 10 people and get high, <laughs> and, and the whole place won't, you know. Burn down. <laughs> yeah, burn down because, like, oh, dude, you can't do it. Someone's always going to forget their torch on, you know how it goes. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, the East Coast was looking really good. The quality of the, I mean, of course, all the, uh, we had Kem was there at the booth. So, you know, everybody was rolling through with every Kem-related thing in the world. Um, 
but so. some great some great weed that we had a we also did a little mini uh mini like uh adzy style thing Un, unannounced to me too as i landed i noticed that james had posted a contest and I was right like, oh, okay that's, and that's how we got to this point and that was in boston or yeah. oh okay oh okay so we already did this run one round ah, there oh. okay exactly i thought it was in portland for some reason it oh. was the second one there we go oh so, this shit moves fast see mark you gotta, wow, be, on, you gotta be on yeah now it's all coming together <laughs> it's all coming together so yeah two weeks in a row james being man on the scene has a brainstorm on the plane hey wait a minute we need to get some things together let's make this happen boom gets you know, when i landed I, and i have didn't have my glasses so i see this thing contest and it's all fine print to me and he's like forward it and then i didn't even look at that it said that what we were doing nothing my name's all over it i'm like <laughs> i should have forwarded it right away and of course i get, to, get back to the hotel and i'm like oh shit this is going down. Okay, so that's funny. Again, unbeknownst to me, but it's very nice to see because it's one of those things where you know um, you get a good cross culture of what's really happening compared to you know, and especially because it's like like that. So it's like when you have con- and, you know, of course, you should have warned me, and it's like, I, dude, I didn't have any warning myself. So, but in a way, that's kind of good because it shows you who is prepared, you know, all the time. Not because when you have a long time to think about it. Then it's like, you know, cherry picking this or that. This way it's like, okay, what do you got right now? Oh, right. shit. And that's like not an easy thing, you know? It's like any shop. Shops learn that quickly too because that's one thing with uh, doing any retail sales and that's what drives people crazy is like, you know, you get your regulars and they expect a certain thing and you can't, you know, can't deviate from that. You, sh- you shouldn't anyway, but at the same time, you're an only human. <laughs> so at the end of the day, sometimes you get a, you know, but, Everybody would, if you had a shitty crop, people are on you. So now you got to, and now everybody's on quality. You know, now it's, that we're getting to the, we go through testing, of course, too. That just adds to the right. running that gauntlet, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's going to be interesting with all the fires in Cali and all the things going on, like the, how the nationwide scene sort of pans out after a year because the places that you think it's like, oh, dude, Cali will never run out of weed or whatever like that. But at the same time it's a different market because they're cracking down on outdoor everywhere including here that's another bit of news you probably read yesterday what just that they're busting people with backyard grows here in in denver yep that's right yeah a bunch of like i heard that thornton was an area that was hit quite a bit and yeah there was a there was but that was dea so i think that is more a big deal like that was like actually organized and whatever and probably people getting pulled into those things but the other no the other side of it all was what our buddy warren etzen uh posted and it was we were talking about it actually the day before uh was people with like you know six plants or in the back yo welcome to the adam dunn show this is a prepaid debit call from an inmate at the Douglas County Jail. To accept this call, press zero. To... That was funny. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was weird. That was a weird one. <laughs> who? Scott who? It Scott. was 402. Four, oh, it was 402. Good job. He's good. He's a, he's... he's 
He's got it figured out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I like I like the quizzical look on Mark's face. He's I don't like, know what's going on here. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> we don't know if O20's a real name anyway, do we? Oh. 402. Come on now. Oh. Come on, son. Uh, you got to do better than that, my friend. Interesting. So, yeah, the, um, the what they were actually cracking down on, though, more was the... Um, the backyard growers here in Denver, and uh, I guess you know mostly in the city because that's what they're they're uh, they're looking at. But any you know shitty neighbor or whatever reports you four or two again. Mm-hmm. Go for it. All right. It's been two weeks. Yellow. Hello. Oh. This is a prepaid debit call from. No, Scott. It. An inmate at the Douglas County Jail. To accept this call, press zero. To refuse this call, hang up or press one. This call from a corrections facility and is subject to monitoring, recording, and the location of your phone will be obtained. For more information no. about our privacy policy, please visit www.connectnetwork.com. After the beep, press five to accept this call. Yeah. Sure. This call is from a corrections facility <laughs> and is subject to monitoring, recording, and the location of your phone will be obtained. Stay on the line to accept this call. Thank you for using GTL. <laughs> Are you there, bro? <laughs> of course. It was good. It was good. I like that. I knew it was you. Are of you ready? Am I ready for what now? You to, Are you showing up ever or are you just going to threaten me all the time? Because that's pretty much what it's coming down to. It's empty threats from Fro 20. Wait a minute. You know who this is? Who is this is? This is Fo Twenty, brother. I this just... is Scott, and I got fucking, I got fucking done in by that fucking cop that assaulted me. I've been locked down for over a month, pal. No, don't say for real. I'm incarcerated right now. They just, you just took my call. I shit you not, buddy. I and did. not only that, when they did it, mm-hmm. when they did it, they broke seven of my fucking ribs, and I'm gonna take DCC fucking to the fucking end. Wow. So you'll be seeing me soon. I just wanted to connect with you, let people know out there that I'm still fucking kicking, and I ain't done kicking. Wow. So I, I was a little bit like I was just hanging up because I figured it was a, a typical faux 20. But if it is, it is. And if not, then you got me again, as usual. <laughs> but I hope not. I hope, nope. I hope you got me. Yeah, this is for real, bro. Oh, man. I literally got arrested for fucking trespassing at Baker's Supermarket because they didn't know how to shave my turkey. <laughs> Well, there you go. Can you believe that shit? With you, I can believe. I don't know. And then I, I, I tried to talk. I, yeah. Then I tried to talk to a lawyer, and they, dude, it was like misdemeanor charges. Dude, I'll, I got a story from hell. When I see it, you're gonna shit. And I called John, and John's like, "Well, maybe I guess I didn't get a hold of him. My daughter did, and he, and he's like, well, maybe they'll help him straighten out because my meds, you know, I do take psych meds, and they." Something hasn't been working. I've been getting aggressive. Uh-huh. And what happened was after the Baker situation, I had a that undercover cop, like I said, come up to me and fucking push my button. And then the next day, I went up to Baker's to try to talk to the general manager about the situation, and they already banned me. Uh-huh. So at that point, I went back home, and they were all waiting for me. And they tried to snatch me up, and I booked, and that I conflicted with one of them, so to speak, if you know what I mean. And then the cop that assaulted me the day before showed up, and I berated him for three hours. And they you did that? No way. For three hours, so Can't imagine. 
I can't imagine you berating anybody. Oh, not too. only that, dude. After the yeah, yep, and after that, I they took me down to the station. They all listened to me talk shit to them, and they whooped my ass for about two hours. Busted seven of my ribs, and it took me a month. It took them three weeks to get the X-rays to prove how bad it was. And needless to say, man, do you want to do you want to own part of Baker's Deli? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Because sounds yeah, like when so- I get done, pal. Yeah, Doug, Douglas County's gonna get fucking squeezed. I'm, dude. I can't believe this shit's happened, and I'm, I'm like, like taking it to the news and everything. I'm oh. not gonna fuck around. Yeah, because we got a Douglas County here, so I, I was thinking, guys, it was a, a, I thought you were really some call oh, or nothing. Wow. Okay, man, that's crazy. I've been off the off the air for two weeks, so it, this is a, a definitely a, a crazy one. So expect uh, hopefully there to hear you from you soon. That's for sure. You know that chat gang. Oh, cool. Chat gang is um, definitely going to be. How long? Well, yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Get this. You know, just for people know, I'm in Douglas County Corrections, and I won't say my name or whatever. I'll tell the story when I get out. But when I came in, I had two charges, and right now I got five, mm-hmm. and they added an assault and battery. So I don't know what they're doing, but I'm getting a hold of a lawyer because this place has already got a 2.4 million lawsuit against them for similar shit. So we'll see where it goes from here. And I could have bonded myself out, and I didn't. I said, fuck it. And I sat in here, and I met some new people that needed help, and I needed, dude, wait till you hear the story. They starved me in buck naked in a fucking psych ward. They stripped me naked and gave me what's called a turtle suit, which is a 40-pound Kevlar thing in case you hurt yourself, and left me in there for six days and fed me putrid, dude. That's terrible. You're not going to believe this shit, but when I get done, well, yeah, this shit's going to change. Uh, so. Well, that's, sorry to hear all that. Uh, definitely sounds like uh, it'd be... Yeah, I guess it's... A, well, no, it sounds like something that uh, needs to be handled, which I'm, I'm hoping, hope you do actually turn it around and fucking fuck them over and... Get that money. Get that money. You know it. And I'm not even sweating that. It's just the whole point that, you know, I've been through this system, actually this particular center, three times. First time was in 93 or, you know, when I first got hit. And then mm-hmm. not too, then another traffic easy violation and this shit. So, wow. And I've never had any violence on my record. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's going to change, bro. But I can't wait to see you. And fuck it. I just wanted to say hi. And hey, I man. will be back. And. Ready to play fucking ball. I bet. Okay, man. Well, stay strong. It's getting choppy. All right. Well, I'll get back at uh, you, man. Right. Take care. Tell everybody I said aloha. Will do. And I'll talk to you as soon as I can when I get my ass free. All right, brother. All right. All right, dude. We'll smoke one for you. Later. Damn. Yeah, that was crazy. I thought it was a prank or something. Definite prank. But, <laughs> but then all of a sudden you're like, ooh, maybe not. Yeah. The system was pretty good. Yeah. And then at first I thought it was a joke, and he had just figured out a really good joke. And I was like, Damn, Me too. Man, where'd you get that pro- Where'd you get that app from? Yeah, That's the first thing I thought was, where'd you get that app? Yeah, I figured it was something on, the, on an app Oh, uh, well, that, see, that is crazy right there. Because he had threatened to come see us already, like, weeks ago. Right. So he was like, That's I'm right. coming. I'm going to be. He wanted to do a, I think he wanted to do a 10-hour show. 10-hour show. <laughs> yeah, that was his plan. And I was like, I don't know, dude. 10-hour show is it's pretty long. But yeah. you could tell he could do a 10-hour show. Oh, yeah. And now he could do a 20-hour. Dude. Two a year miniseries. He could do a marathon. <laughs> believe me. Believe me. Uh, I listen to Keith and the Girl, and they do like a 36-hour marathon every year. It's good to know that, so the, that our number from the show is now in there. 
system. Oh, yeah. That's good, too. That's good to know. That's good to know, guys. We're in the system. I wonder what location our Skype number gives off, you know? I know. That's, that's a weird thing. That would probably be a, like, you know, where the fuck are they calling from? Yeah. He's got friends in Kajikistan. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That's crazy, though. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout outs? Yeah, let's do words. <laughs> and on that note, let's do some <laughs> shout outs. Uh, but what I was going to, before you do that, um, what I was talking about when he called was that they are taking it to the level, which is scary, of if you have, say, you have plants outside, right? And uh, neighbors complain. Then they come and they give you a citation, blah, blah, blah. You got to sign this piece of paper that says you'll never grow again in your like yard boop, 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 you know, like at the sign all this stuff and then they're even taking it to the level at first we're saying you couldn't smoke in your own house so people were like what exactly like they were saying yeah, oh no. you, we're taking these plants and he needs to sign this piece of paper and it was like i will not grow on my property i will not smoke in my house you're like what no this is bullshit right here so warren had to Go and battle that for people already because it's like, yeah, that's it gets ridiculous. And it was like, he was telling me about one case, which was a doctor and his wife. His wife liked to grow, she had four plants in the backyard, and neighbor complained. And they're in a four million dollar house, right? They came, took the plants, and basically, are if they want, they can. For, they can have a forfeiture for the property if they decide on it, and they can forfeit, a, like because it's, you're a public nuisance at that point. If you do it again, you know what I mean. So, so uh, you come in, wow, and start fucking around. They'll just slap a public nuisance on your place and make it so that you can't do anything with it. It's like they're kind of like put a fucking clamp on your car or something. You know, you're like, what? Oh, geez. Like, what do I do now? <laughs> And so, That's um, crazy. so yeah, they're doing like forfeitures of property and all this bullshit. So you're just like, God, what happened to Denver and Colorado? They just like lost the plot completely, which is sad. You yeah. know? And it's like normally, you know, I feel like, oh, these guys are pretty progressive. They're on point. Um, but lately it's like they're just gutting it as much as they can, trying to take as much as they can out of it. You know, like there's a huge slush fund for all the cannabis uh, tax money and it just gets rifled through for everything but the things you're supposed to get it into you know right. and so it's like this is not the program and then it's gonna be fun to watch california because that's gonna be the next one that's gonna be like i mean of course you got all different cities and different well they love know. regulations in california too so love yeah, i love them i mean so. like that's like so there's so many more people that that's <laughs> their job is to break something up is into as many different money grabbing kind of little zoning and regu- regulatory things and because cali's always the one like it doesn't matter what it is it's not legal in cali unless it's you know like which is weird because it's like seems like they have just as much of everything going but like when it comes to the car regulations and the epa usual suggestions and the actual cali thing they're usually the most difficult um, so anyway, let's go on to sponsors and get that out of the way. All right. So right out of the gate, our buddies from New Millennium who were at the show um, with a sick-ass booth, I'd have to say. Like, they had one of those super dope, like, oh, why didn't we think of that kind of booth, which was just this really cool thing that broke, you know, 
put together. It was like a huge light up wall, and they were pretty much pushing the 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 lamps. Uh, and uh, but you know, this guy's had. There was a Dutch guy, of course, and he had this like super stealth like furniture that folded together and cardboard little. Well, it wasn't cardboard, but it was like anyway, <laughs> slick yeah. slick ass booth. Yeah. Um. So they were there representing with uh, New Millennium and. Uh, they had everybody out there. Niels was out there. Everybody was out there. So it was kind of uh, nice to see. And and also I talked with um, our buddy uh, Gabriel, uh, who's out in Maryland, and he's putting together some. Uh, he's using New Millennium on their on their stuff exclusively, and fucking beasts. Like I was like, wow, some of the you know biggest things he's ever ever grown and and just as far as like indoor simplicity if you got dosatrons and you're ready to you know that's because that's where we're at at this point in that time home guy too of course it's really easy um you can go onto their uh new millennium nutrients.com site and check out the um calculator so in case you have you don't need to buy too much of this and a little bit more of that and you don't end up under underdoing it or overdoing it you can also uh Check out their stuff uh, just uh, online. The rest of the stuff on site. A couple new products from them. Uh, keep an eye out for like their their new Carbo. Awesome product. Um, it's all amino. It's got some aminos in there too, which is unlike the other ones, which are just kind of like pure sugar and boring and not much to them. Uh, this is gives your plants a little bit on the side. So good stuff. <clears throat> um, yeah, it was nice to see them out there. Of course, shows are never. It's like you see your best friends for two seconds there, and then, <laughs> right? You know, it's like such a busy thing. Um, next, we got, of course, Incredibles. Right. It's been a while. <laughs> Incredibles, uh, Incredibles, Edibles. Also, awesome product. Not out there this time, of course, because it wasn't their territory, but. Um, Saw Mr. Chang yesterday when we went to lunch. Uh, those guys are killing it now, obviously, with the new chem line. You, mm-hmm. went, oops, you went and saw, you went and tried some after the yep. drop there. Yeah, and, the chem uh, 91. Exactly. And so they are got that on the shelf. And then they're also uh, putting out lots of individual other great products, CBD-based. Um, they've got some uh, new gummies, and they've got a bunch of different uh like wellness products, which is also great. A little body, it'll get home, throw down, you know. It's one thing, it's, uh, we're all, you can only eat so much chocolate, right? <laughs> of course. Mm, right. But in general, the other chocolates are fire. And uh, the, uh, and what's the crazy new flavor right now? The guy must have this, this summertime. Uh, something let's see, I... Peach Dream. Uh, there's Peach Dream, chocolate, sometime a bar of some sort. It looks like is the new summer flavor. What's that one? Oh, watermelon tasting. Oh, well, there you go. That's uh, summer no, all the way around. No, I was talking about where it is. Fre- uh, peach dream is back. Cannabis, white chocolate, peaches, and dream. <laughs> it's got dream in it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, you can go to iloveincredibles.com. Check out their store finder. Check out the news about them. It's a real nice interactive site. Uh, you can also... Uh, if, if you're in Colorado, you can pretty much skip the store finder and just go to the nearest store because they almost all got it. Because it's like, the, I'd say the number one 
in Colorado, especially for consistency and uh, just no like anytime someone's suggesting to somebody else, it's like ninety five percent of the time it's that. And build a soil. Build a soil, Jeremy. We need to. We always say it, but we definitely need to get him uh, get on the show soon because uh, it's been a long time and. One thing with Jeremy is he's got the best products, and uh, they're all under one roof. So if you go to buildasoil.com, take a look at what they got, you'll see the best in IPM. You'll see the best in amendments. You'll see the best in super hard-to-find stuff, you know, like even just simple things like powdered coconut. You know, like where do you get that? Go to your normal grow shop. They're like, what? We don't got that. And the plants love it. So, you know, it's good to have, like, uh, if you need any, if you need anything for your no-till or you need some information too, that's the other thing. These guys really know what they're talking about. So it's nice to, you know, as the grow shops disappear in the world, it was always nice for me too. It was like grow shops were cool, but it was also cool when you got to places that people understood all plants because that's kind of where, you know, like it, it, the end of the bottle and the beginning of the understanding soil science comes, you know, and that's that's the difference with those guys is if you're, you know, you're so used to doing one thing and then all of a sudden it's a big jump because that, that's what it is. Um, you know, at the end of the day, that that jump makes it, it's worth it, but it's like pushing the thing up a hill and it's got to get over that top. And once it gets over the top, it's rolling, you know. So mm-hmm. if, you need to, if you need to understand that more, you can contact them. Also at 855-877-SOIL and uh, talk to a human being on a real phone. That brings us to wazwow.com. This was, yeah. Um, well, actually, I should just, I mean, I'm sure most people might have seen the picture already, but I can send you the picture yeah. while we're here. Uh, but it was awesome to go out and hang out with Ron in his actual house. Well, I was, of course, on the way to the airport. So it was like, maybe I had like 25 minutes when I was there. But it was amazing because his place is just off of, you know, and I grew up in Rhode Island, so it felt like I was just going over to a friend's house. And, you know, little farm, 14 acres with just a beautiful uh, patch right out in front. Uh, and uh, look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's yeah. unbelievable. Um, but there was a patch uh, right out, out front. And I think each was quartered up. And uh, there were 1,450 square feet each patch, I believe. And there, yeah. And... Uh, but each one fed one, in the end, one pumpkin, you know? So you have like 1,450 square feet of of leaves all just beautifully tied down nice because, you know, he's cutting it. It's such a meticulous thing when you do it. You can see the results. Like I was there at the time when it was putting on about 50 pounds a day, mm-hmm. just like we talk about all the time. Yeah. So I was like, that was the moment. It was like the perfect temperature at night could take enough. And you could just see how it was like, painstaking for people because they'd be watching like you see one patch where it went these ones died already like done so all that vine that you put out that there's nothing because none of these other ones got pollinated you know because the whole idea is you're not you're not pollinating all the other ones so it was really cool to just to see the process and appreciate it more and then also he had an empty field which uh which uh, was awesome because again here i am trying to trying to describe it i got pictures over here Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also like the soil was so nice. You could just, you could tell, um, that 
the next plant, the next plants going in there were just going to be loving it, you know. And that's that's what Ron's passion is. So it's like, okay, let's see. Here we go. Soil patch pumpkin pumpkin sand. So, um, but no, uh, then we get to see, you know, literally, oh, and there's another picture there too. If you look around right in that area, there's a picture of him standing in his place. You sent that last one already? No, I didn't. Just send oh. the send button. Just send that one or send it to yourself, post those, and then I'll pull up another couple pictures. Um, you know, you get to see the, the reality of why, you know, what, what passionate people do and what people who are, you know, if he had like a whole warehouse full of things, I'd be obviously impressed. But at the same time, you could just tell he was like, kind of like exactly what we talk about in our business, our business forum, the cannabis business forum, which is how can I, you know, cover my costs by and be able to work with whatever I work with for free because it's cost a lot. You know? So it's the same. Here's a, here's a, flattering picture of his spot um let's see so um of course it's hard to see here um but no it's cool to see the the the, the place where it all happens because uh let's see you got my brown shirt on and Okay. Oh yeah, that one. Sorry. Combination of that and I got this fucking fly that is unbelievable. It's like it's like it's literally it knows it's been waiting for two weeks for me to come home so it could fuck with me. So sorry if I get <laughs> frustrated during this one. But Ron Wallace, uh again, like you'll post some picture you're posting pictures up already or uh yeah, I have to Okay, I'm just saying. All right, so he's going to throw some pictures. It was, like I said, it was a beautiful little spot, incredible soil, and um, too bad I didn't have more time to hang out because he had this really cool spot that you could tell us, a little, little enchanted woods in the background and a uh, well-kept little spot. I forgot the name of his of uh, the woman that was there, but she was super cool too. Oh, man, this fly is like, it's on a warpath, warpath. Um and, you know, that can kind of segue into, so as Wallace, you've you got to do the website, you know that. Now I'm, now I'm really, I'm really rusty today. I'm all like. WallaceWow.com. WallaceWow.com. Yes, there we go. Oh, and, and we did, we posted that one picture of me and him and it was like, it's my first thousand people close to it at least. It was like 960 people. I was like, damn. Wow. That's, wow. <laughs> exactly. See, I said the same thing. I was like, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. No, but it was really uh it was cool to see the and that wasn't even at a huge I mean that was literally like if you were into pumpkins you understood that wasn't even not even at the point yet, you know. So um but it was impressive nevertheless and uh it was great to see Ron. Which segues me into the new sponsor, which I am wearing a shirt just to keep it easy so I don't forget. I literally almost forgot to because I was like if I don't wear the shirt I'll probably forget the I'll new the, the newest sponsor. Okay, we'll get those pictures posted later. But anyway, 
killer spot. And when you do it, we'll, uh, you just give me a heads up on when, what you got up on the screen and I'll, I'll tell you. Um, but in general, uh, Green Farms is their newest sponsor and they are super, you know, they've been on the show already. So you already kind of get a good idea, JW and, and Brian. But in general, as far as philosophy goes, they're just on the same, we're kind of on the same path. And I appreciate the fact that it all kind of integrates with build a soil and with Ron and the fact that they have a grow store now. And so it kind of completes the little circle and it's local and, and, and also the, the appreciation of just taking time to do stuff right, you know, and that's kind of where I hope I can help people in the long run. It's just kind of find these cool companies and work with them and not necessarily because they're blinging like with Ron, it's, you know, we're, We'll, we'll take what we can get with Ron, you know, of course, because when you see his operation, you realize, okay, it's all a garage. It's simple. It's nothing. You know, he's not killing it by any means, but he's making great products. So I'm getting lots. Of, he gets he gets lots of hits, which is cool. And, you know, it'd be cool to see the growth of his company because he's just about to go full time. So realistically, he'll outgrow that space fast because he's already got pallets and stuff, which you got to think about and when you got to garage space you can't really maximize your pallets of soil <laughs> so it's a uh, so hopefully so our job is to spread the word about ron and get his product and everywhere so that he can expand and get himself a nice new spot down you know somewhere else in rhode island in westerly or whatever and just get a nice easy access place boom boom do his work at home or whatever but still uh yeah, it was just nice to see that he's literally at the phase because with, um, say, for instance, with Jeremy, we, he started with us a while ago and he's expanded so many times. You know, it's like good to see that. So I think I have a feeling he's on the cusp of really exploding, especially it's also cool when you land in Rhode Island. You're as you're walking off and going to the um, to the uh, baggage claim. It's like big picture of Ron and his dad all lit up so you're like yeah nice that's cool you know what i mean so automatically you see how much people appreciate it so and uh with green farms i have to look we look that I'm, up. At, I'm at greenfarms.co is that i think that's okay the, yeah. it has the same logo that makes uh, sense yeah okay <laughs> so they're also um buffalo which is awesome so it brings together all of the shows that we already did because with Buffalo, I was always, um, you know, definitely appreciative of the uh, the product, and uh, it was just cool to see that they ended up taking it over, and they're actually going up to the farm tomorrow, which uh, I wanted to check that out. It's up in the north uh, northwest Colorado, mm-hmm. thirty thousand acre farm or something ridiculous. So, nice. Yeah, would be very cool. But uh, so they're they're you know they're pushing Buffalo. They're pushing uh, their own, uh, uh, they have their own shop up in Louisville, so then they have their own, um, I think they're, they're repping full on, they're repping a few other, the, the shop that they took over too was the only one that was really like the main Nectar of the Gods shop, so it's kind of a, it's a good little, you know, it already has that organic vibe anyway, and now they're really pushing, so they're going to bring Ron's uh, stuff onto the shelf, which is cool, so there's a little... ADSI magic or ADS magic right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, uh, yeah, they're 
they just uh, it's one of those things too where I when I had them on the show and I thought about it the other day because I went into another grocery shop and I was like, yep, that's pretty much the indicator is if you can't take care of succulents, <laughs> you know what I mean, right. then you shouldn't be on a grow shop. And there's, there's a lot of shops you go into and it's just like they have all these like cactuses and succulents up front, but they're all dusty and dirty and un, you know not even taken care of. Uh, one thing when you go to their spot, it's like, oh look, everything looks. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing a bunch, bunch of stuff with them. We're going to be co-branding uh, shows and stuff. Just doing what I'm uh, probably going to end up doing with them, which we're in the process of talking about, but they have a really nice booth set up. So we'll probably take a little corner and make ADSI or ADS. I always get confused. A little ADS corner, you know. Cool. And uh, that way we can go show to show and make it happen, hopefully. Finally, I mean, I have all, I'm working, I'm working on it, right? Right. But might as well make all that work. So you can go to the, and you can end with them too. The other thing I really appreciate and the reason why we're, we're kind of happy, you know, more happy they're on board. And of course, uh, we'll be doing some cross promotion on that is their whole educational angle is great because they understand that you got to like teach people some of the basics because there's, you know, it's a little, there's a learning curve, of course. And, uh, so it's good to have them on board, and we'll be having Brian on the show more often, and JW whenever he's got time. So welcome aboard, and we do have treasure in Barcelona. And then no seats here now, or oh no, we're talking about them. They're last. They're okay. last. All right. Because of course, uh, cool. He's got. Okay, we're. I'll have him call in anyway in a sec but uh no my boys over at treasure which is in barcelona so if you're in barcelona look up that on facebook barcelona treasure which is spelled t-r-e-s-u-r tell them the ads sent you and uh pd you want to talk to pd though the owner don't don't mess around with the people who work there they probably <laughs> won't understand a word you're saying they just want to hear the weed weed names but uh awesome weed on sh- on the shelf and uh but PD will give you a free membership, which is like thirty bucks or something like that. But mm-hmm. thirty bucks is thirty bucks, especially when you travel and you know, exactly. can be a, can be the the make or break of eating that night, right? We're, ah, would I eat? Right. We've all been there. We've all been there. Um, cool. So uh, that brings us to the the main the main sponsor. <laughs> See you now. See you. It was a good show for Seats Are Now on the first day especially. I mean, like I said, the second day was a little bit slow. But the first day seemed pretty good. And um, they are, you know, just keeping the toe in the line and making it, you know, doing the right thing and just delivering the best genetics via the best breeders and direct. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no middleman between them. And on top of that, they're delivering, guaranteeing, doing all the things that, you know, need to be done in this day and age for people to even move off the couch right better be guaranteed mm-hmm. and it is even when you grow it so very few places will do that and if they do good on them but with these guys you always get that treatment which is great um and um, of course they're at every show at least every show that i'm at and uh they have just the uh, impeccable service which is great and also great selection of top breeders they bring us every week somebody which is great and uh you know we're actually going to get ahead of the game now. James and I decided. We said, you know what? We're going to schedule. Which, you know, 
see how that goes. But in general, we're definitely going to, we, we, uh, he's got 35 breeders in his, in his corral there. So yeah, at least if not more. And so, um, it's not too hard to, uh, keep it flowing, but it's good. He's got the finger on the pulse, which is what you need to do. And he knows exactly what's out there. And James Bean, man on the scene, if you're feeling it, you can give us a call anytime you want. Give us a triple update. But in general, we, uh, we had a good time this weekend and, uh, you know, it's a good time, but it's business, so you got to do a little of both. And uh, we, uh, yeah, we, we did a panel, which was great. And on the panel, we had one of the guests that's on tonight, Thunder Fudge, was up there. Um, we had Mike from Exotic. I had Matt Riot, which just happened to be there, which was good. So we had an interesting panel, and then we had, um, uh, um, I think I was his name, too. Damn. Uh, Solitech or not Solitech, Solisum. We'll have James tell me when I talk to him. <laughs> um, uh, but we had a good panel, good panel discussion. And uh, it was uh, navigated by me, so you know it was mayhem, right? Just whatever we felt. But at the same time, we tried to cover as many bases of the main topics that people want and let them, you know, hit some interested people, which is great. Um, so we did a panel and... Um, yeah, like it was just, uh, it was you know, it's home territory for everybody up there, so it's a little bit more relaxed. It's not like as stressful as having to fly across country and deal with Boston, if you don't, <laughs> especially when your guy has never been farther east than Chicago. So, mm-hmm. way easier on your home turf, right? Boom, done. So it was a, it was a, it was a nice relaxed show and uh, a good venue too. I mean, the venue's decent, so it was a, it's good weekend, good weekends. But uh, seedsherenow.com, you can also go to seedaholics.com if you want to check out their um, lost packs, last packs. I know that a bunch of exotic stuff got put up recently, which was even some of the Starfighters and some of the other ones that were super sought after. So go check them out. They can go via via a link on the site or just go direct. It's up to you. And, uh, yeah, we'll have uh, Thunder Fudge on in a little bit. And I think you're also going to, James is also arranged to have the winner of the flower category from the uh, PDX Micro ADSI. That's what I'm calling it now, I guess. I've made that up today. Yeah. The micro, micro editions. Yeah. Um, speaking of micro editions, we might as well do some dabs here. Now, see, what I can say without a doubt is that these guys here at Tertopia. We're definitely strong contenders in a lot of different things because, again, I'm you know you know me. I love. They're not in camera view because they're blocked by the little thing. Just so you know. What this little thing? Get... No, my my. Uh, oh, your thing. My there. graphic. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I got you. That's fine. So, uh, you know, none of these are the winners. Obviously, I wouldn't be pulling them up. But right. they were good. Um, this is the Kimbo Kush Live Rosin. Uh, from uh, Terptopia, and I have to say, because we do everything head-to-head, you know, so it's not like uh, we don't have categories, so it's not like we have a water hash category or a rosin category or a constant, or, you know, it's just head-to-head. So Mm -hmm. the fact that their stuff just seemed to blow everybody, they they won every round. Didn't didn't win, (laughs) I can say that. Sure. But when they did go against, they won. They beat. So I'm giving them a super... Super honorable mention, um, but at the same time, like I said, it was head to head, so it was kind of you know 
with that whole formula, I think there's two things. There's one, which is, you know, it's it's fair and it's unfair all at the same time because of the fact that you might have something that's super good, but you might go against something that's super unique, you know? And that's one right. thing. That's one thing when it comes to um, concentrates because we're so many different there is so many different ending end results. You know what I mean? You can have sauce or you can have pure turps or you can have diamonds or you can have, you know, it can be bubble hash or it can be butter rosin. The list kind of goes on and on and there's more and more every day. Um, but in general, um, and, and also it's how you smoke. So if some people have a rig, which they have to do low temp and then you try to put some bubble on there, it just kind of goes blah, makes a big mess and they barely get it. You know what I mean? So, right. It all depends on who's smoking what, of course. And um, but having said that, the unique ones are the ones that actually are the ones that like make your wake up or huh? Right. What's that? Mm -hmm. And that's I think what people probably, depending on their level and their selection, vary so much. You know, because some people only like fruity stuff; they wouldn't even appreciate. Real gassy and mm-hmm. you know heavy like that, but other people don't want anything fruity. Right. So it's very just you know, and and the, the rainbow of flavors is huge. But you know they were lucky. I think doubled up because of the fact that uh, I really like water hash, <laughs> so that probably you know I had no problems. This one was really nice too. Um, also didn't didn't win, mm. but this uh, mint chocolate chip. Mm, yeah, and so, and so I was confused because I was thinking, my vision is so bad. I saw the word exotic in there at one point, uh, <laughs> and I was all like, "Is that exotic?" Oh, that's and I funny. said to Mike because I saw a mint chocolate chip, and I thought, and before I actually went through anything, but yeah, that's how bad that's how bad my eyesight is. Yeah, um, but in general, it was uh, nice to see the little across the board. Uh, I have to say though, my. My guy Squatch there kills it, and if only he had entered. Yeah, he was our judge. So oh, gotcha. Couldn't do the entering part. Yep. It's one That's of the. Cool. It's one or the other. Can you hand me a mat so I got something to put things down on? Because yeah, that wouldn't work. This table. I didn't put the big black thing on you. Know? Oh yeah. And now I notice. I'm like Jesus Christ. Why is it so noisy? Because of that. A real quick checking question. Tell me. Uh, the Adam Dunn Show, does the sage look as if it is spiral as it grows? Um, a little bit at the bottom, but not all the way. Not like, you know, it does have a spiral mm-hmm. to it, but it's not as pronounced as like Super Skunk or some other stuff that really like wraps. But what it does do is it the tops, um, if you get a little bit too much heat, they're going to like, blow out on you that's like the almost a sure and the cut is like that's like a sure sign that it, it's got a lot of sage in it when it does like so it becomes heat sensitive so you have to learn how to grow it because mm. people tend to like cluster it with other stuff pound on it really hard and then all of a sudden they get like some weird reveg and that's so that to me is like more of a distinct like it sounds bad but it's not it's just one of those things that you gotta like basically you gotta pull your bulbs a little bit farther away than you normally would which gives you if you're only doing that a little bit more coverage and they respond just as good as if a you know plant had a 
more light that needs more light. So, hmm. so it's more beneficial in the sense of you can do more with less. Gotcha. But it's it doesn't spiral like a spike or anything like that. That's definitely not not a pure sage at least. Yeah, pure sage has a more of a the top's a little bit more ready to open up on you if you fuck with it. Yeah. Kind of like Sour D does sometimes too. Ah, okay. You know, like, like, but it won't. It it stays okay on the sides. It's just the very, very top, like, and it's got a certain distinctive green, like, very olive drabby green color, you know, to it. Mm -hmm. It's not like when I see people with sage, they they call sage, and it's like really dark or green or something, or or even super light green, but it's also somewhere in between. It's like a good medium. Medium, 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 please. Right. Cool. cool. Um, yeah. And, uh, oh, speaking of chat gang, uh, got to meet myself out there, which was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, uh, so I was talking to somebody and it's like, what's your name? Adam. Adam what? Adam Dunn. Oh, that's my name. It's like, what? What? Mm-hmm. And of course, you have to pull out your ID when you start claiming you have the same names, which you did. Which he did. But then he turns out he's a fan of the show already. So I was like, oh, okay. So it's not like first time coincidence right. or something. We're flipping it on right now. There they are. Boom. So, uh, yeah, good kid. Um, making hash. He actually contacted me at one point. So I have, there's another kid. There's two, because uh, there's another one called uh, Adam Dunn, but he's a glass blower. Oh. So uh, Crux Glass. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I was thinking it would be cool to do a show like, Get like a guy like him with his concentrates. Get that guy. Get get all the Adam Dunn's together <laughs> and do like the Adam Dunn show. Yeah, for real, you know, like that show. Like, oh shit, you could, four of you. Then all three, you can do that wedding. Do that? What's that? The wedding that you sent me. Oh yeah, <laughs> all four of us can go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know what to do about that. I haven't answered the guy. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do with it either. Do I tell, have I even told the chat gang yet about that? I don't think you've told the chat gang. Uh, no, so, I didn't know. So I have a guy who contacted me, and he thinks that I'm Adam Dunn, the baseball player, for real. <laughs> and, like, he wants me to walk down the aisle with his, like, you know, soon-to-be wife or whatever. He's ready to get married. And she they've known each other since 93, and they're finally getting ready to, to do it. And he, it would be an honor if I would, he would pay me to do it. So that, that's <laughs> where I was like, oh, shit, he'll pay me to do it? Yeah, right. Hmm. Almost, almost worth doing, right? I mean, wouldn't you? I was like, oh, I'm not going to answer it yet. So I didn't answer it yet. And he probably doesn't listen to the show. And if oh, he right. does, <laughs> he's really confused. Totally. Because I'm like, because he asked, started it with like, congratulations to your entry into the Hall of Fame, Reds Hall of Fame. So I was like, what's the Reds Hall of Fame? <laughs> like, I was trying to think about it. Like, is that anything to do with weed? Like Red's Hall of Fame. Oh shit, that's the baseball player, right? So then I read the whole thing. It was really long. Yeah. And then yeah, the the proposal was he would pay for me to come to walk his bride to be down the aisle, and then I was thinking, well, what if I tell him to just hook me up with me and my wife, and I'll bring her, and we'll hang out for the weekend or whatever, <laughs> and make a big deal and get him all like, pumped up, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then just show up and be like, what's up? And he'll be like. And then just make up some fake Reds Hall of Fame that we already... Oh, dude, I'm in the Red... But I'm in the the Red... The can, Red Hairs. The, yeah, the, <laughs> I'm a real redhead. No. The, uh, yeah, I don't know, some Red Weed Club or something. Just right. make it, Dude, I grew this Red Weed once. He doesn't know. That's funny. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be funny. 
it was kind of like the ultimate troll potential. I was like one oh, of those yeah. like, oh my god, do I bite on this one or not? Yeah, Bike had a really good one like that. Oh really? Oh, he Remember does that? the emails. Those are really good. Well, because his email is the same <laughs> as another bike call, my yeah. colleague that's in Australia or something like that. Right. And then that guy gets he gets like off his emails and stuff. Yeah, and he yeah. just goes off. Yeah, it's hilarious. He tells him he's going to some porn convention. I don't know. It's stupid. It's just crazy. I'm mean, making that up, but he just he came up with some really good ones. Yeah. And uh, yeah, answered them back on the office email, which is huge, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, that could be could be the ultimate troll. Um, what else? What else do we got? Oh, we might as well try some of these things, right? You want to try some of this? Uh, try some of that sure that's uh the uh kimbo kush live resin okay live rosin all right i should say and uh let's see so we have so we do have a winner of course and i can't put him out yet but um i will say it's in this pile <laughs> so, oops. So, which you can't see because it's underneath the block, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all hidden still. It's all hidden. Mm-hmm. Would be good in a normal situation, but maybe in this one, this is not a terrible idea, but it's okay. Because now I have to lift every single one of them if I want to talk about them. Uh. So, and I don't know the names of some of them, so that's. Can't tell. Can I can read it for you. Huh? I can read it for you. Man, no, that one I don't know if you can. That's that's barely sour. It almost looks like sour skittles. Oh, it could be. I could be wrong. Could be, could be. Yeah, good guess. Good guess. Probably sour skittles. Sounds about right. Yeah, there were some good. I mean, there were definitely some head-to-headers in there. I mean, we only had ten entries, so it wasn't the worst uh, battle royale. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, pretty high quality. There's a couple in there that were we knew right out of the gate probably wouldn't do it. Like with the weed, it's a little easier because you got like you know if you're head to head, sometimes there's a clear winner usually. Mm-hmm. A couple times we had that were like we're pretty close, but for the most part, it's like you're up until a certain point, and then when you get to a certain point, it's really hard to tell it. You know, like right. you start to get as it goes up the rankings, the differences become finite at that point. You know, so. Yeah, that's uh, that's some uh, that was some tasty. Ta- that one, that one won its round. I know that. And also, um, yeah, I want to before like I did in the beginning, but also I want to thank the guys um, from Fidus, uh, which is open like just literally opened the day we got there. It was pretty amazing. Like I was like, wow, and. Uh, so I went by there, and then the crazy part was that uh, Brian from Green Farms was like, hey, like you were over there at Vitus. And I was like, oh, yeah, I stopped by, uh, checked it out, and then met up with those guys later. And, um, and he was like, yeah, we, we've been talking to them about uh, repping uh, Buffalo because they've been using a lot of it. And I was like, huh, strange, because it was like one of those, I just in the mid-conversation, I was about to talk about, to them about Buffalo, and then we got sidetracked on something else. So I probably would have figured it out then, but it was pretty cool to see um, uh, like-minded things, you know? Yeah. 
one more mat that's over there that's secretly stashed. It's a little bit further over there. There should be one. Like, is there no underneath the other thing? Mm -mm. Square Here. one? Oh, that one. Yeah, there you go. Do you need it? Uh, I could uh, figure something out. Okay. Just because I got all these little clickety click, clickety clackety things here. And uh, there we go. Better. Um, so we went by their spot, and it was like the first day. And uh, just really nice, clean uh, vibe to the place. And then realized, oh shit, you guys are growing like the way we would grow. And they're literally, they had product that was, you know, burned super white. And actually, I got a few buds right here, I think. Magically teleported. Fantastic. Right? And then What's there, that? Well, there's a mixture. There's a little bit of... Um, they had some uh, Doctor Who and some mm. Huckleberry Crosses. I just got some Doctor Who live resin. That was fucking insanely awesome. Right. This was the Huckleberry <clears throat> Cross right here because I remember the structure of it. Very nice. And then um, I think this was the, yeah, this is definitely the Doctor Who right here. And apparently this is the same. Like, so the cut that um, he was telling me that this is the cut that Odie like rocks at shows and stuff because they selected it and mm, yeah, that's right. totally it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that was a. Uh, it just looks so awesome too. Beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. Super well grown, and good good people all around. You know, so it was like I, I like the uh, the the whole vibe of it, and then turns out that our buddies from Green Farms were already in their court so i was like all right well this is all working very serendipitous um and oops i called earlier to see if um either ryan or tyler wants to call in so hopefully cool we'll get a call in from them and if they're listening oops jesus christ <laughs> if uh they are listening they should give us a call um oh i got four <sighs> I got four brand new mics coming. Uh, oh, fun! SM58s. I mean, I'm just going. Like, oh, for like travels, travel, travel rig. Yeah, exactly. cool. I figured I'd go with dependable, old school compared yeah, to like all because I had a choice between all these other ones that were like, oh, it has both XLR and USB, and I'm like, sounds cool, but it feels chintzy, like mm. out of the gate. You know what I mean? And it has like right all the bells and whistles, and it's half thrice. So I'm thinking to myself like. Still paying for that magnet feel, you know what I mean? That old school boom. Yep. Yeah, I I agree with that. Is that what you're using? No, this is not a Audio Technica. I think it's kind of like those, but it's basically their version of 58 right. copy. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I figured I'd go with those because I could always use them for some other crazy use mm -hmm. compared to like for fixed, you know, USB style things. Anyway. Yeah. Um, where the fuck was I going with that? <laughs> uh, oh my god! Oh, this is it. Shit. This is where we're at. <laughs> that Kimbo dab did me in. Did it? Yeah, that was good. Oh, there you go. That yeah, was tasty. Proof is in the pudding, there, Terptopia. Yeah. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding. Uh, no, they definitely had. Like I said, everything. Like, and you know what was weird is that we, even though we only had ten, we we tried not to ogle and oogle over them at all. We just like lined them up, two by two, and went through them all. Right. And for some reason, 
even though they have the same fucking logos and everything on top, we weren't paying attention enough. Like nobody was paying. Like everyone was sitting back, and I was loading them up. And so in a way, it was like super unbiased, and just boom, that one winner, winner. You know, we kept, and they kept nailing it. Like I said, so they nice. They they did not win though. That made it much more dramatic. Because they didn't win. Because oh. at first it was like, oh my God, it's going to be Terptopia versus Terptopia. Then it's going to be Terptopia. It really was. It was like, and then the last two, magic. Like It was like it was like horse racing or something. That's crazy, dude. It was like, it came from the bottom. Yeah, literally. And all everything was against it. But it just was the uniqueness. Yeah. Crazy man! You no, know, every single one of us, and That's and, cool. and uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was one of those things where like so I had Tyler as one of my judges. He was the guy from Fidus. That's why, uh, you know, it was like good to go down there and meet up with people that. And, but none of these people knew that uh, what I was gonna do. Like neither did I, because James didn't give me enough time. So it was like okay, <laughs> let's go make this happen. And then I told um, I told Sasquatch. Yeah, a couple of hits, three or four hits, whatever. But, but, you know, I don't know why I would have said three or four. I don't think I did. He's lying. But <laughs> he yeah. said I said three or four hits, which I wouldn't have said that. But I definitely uh, knew he wasn't going to, you know, it was going to be a little more than it was. So in the end, it turned into 14 rounds uh, until we had a winner. And, yeah, you get a little, and at that point, you start to starts to kick in a little bit. Plus he was just he was waiting on us for two hours and all he did was smoke mm. for two hours. So by the time we started he'd already like done probably fifteen other super big giant devs gotcha. to begin with. So thank you, Sasquatch, for sticking around. Mm-hmm. It was very, very useful. Um, and then we had Tyler also from Fidus, so we invited him over and he also didn't realize what he was getting into, so it was kinda it was kinda fun to watch. Nice. But they did a great great job. I got some great footage terrible sound it's all my fault i'll blame it again on myself because i keep thinking i can get around like doing it right just make it happen but it's like no you know what i'm gonna have to fucking set it all up proper and of course uh it's fucking getting all these little stupid systems to work so in the end of the day um so my job now is to either get uh MTI to follow me around everywhere I go so I can do the shows anywhere anywhere at any time right. or finally learn how to use these other things properly so I'm going to try to do that soon and make it a little more useful yeah yeah. well if you get a travel rig going yeah and I always do and I always end up like missing one piece like I was like watching videos last night going oh shit I had one of those where did that go you know I had like <laughs> a high rig and stuff like that Right. Which I oh, yeah. Which I never used before, but I was like, oh, I could just use that. Like, the guy was showing you so many options. I was like, oh, well, f- duh. Uh, yeah. Of course I could do that. Right. Anyway. Mm. Podcast blues, I should say. Right. Um, and let's see. We're back to the... I guess we'll do some more flavors. What other flavors were in there? Mmm. To build up to the, the winner there. Um... This one was really nice. I just smoked this in the beginning. You can try scrape that one out if you want. That's okay. uh, that was the first thing I smoked. That's that kind of had some had some real nice. It was some sauce and it had some great terps, but it was just a little. I don't know, maybe not, not quite as interesting as some other ones that were a little similar. Um, and it, literally, I remember when that one went up. It went up against a really hard to be, hard to beat one. 
hold on a second. And uh, so I want to thank all the people who actually entered because that's really cool of them to uh, bring us some of their best. And if you're if you're going to be in any cities coming up now, now you kind of get an idea that this is what we want to do. So of course it'll be easier for people maybe to time it. So, so if you see seeds here now coming to your town, good chance there'll be a little side project going on. Yeah. And uh, again, like I said, thank. Thanks for all that, and also flower-wise, uh, saw some beautiful, beautiful specimens. Those will be announced to the end of the show, too. Um, I think actually in about 20 minutes they're going to call in, so they know who they are. But I think we're going to have them call in 28 minutes, so... Okay, and then... Uh, here, type give, ask ask him if in case he's not listening if we uh, if they have the number and if just give it to him anyway so they can forward it and then um, funny enough I don't even know who entered the the winner because all I have is the name and then James I asked him and he can't find the paper or something so. When I announce the winner, hopefully they're either listening or somebody they know who knows the strain is like, wait a minute, that's from? And we can get the answer to that because at the moment, all we have is a name. And, uh, oops, okay, we got him calling back, texting back. Oh, he's calling in with them, okay. Right. Oh, okay, Thunder is MIA right now, so <laughs> there we go, according to James. Um, so James is going to call in with them in 25 minutes. So that's good. So we got that already figured out. Um, so in those 25 minutes, we just have to do a bunch of dabs and build up the tension. Try all these ones, and then they'll know who they are just because we've smoked them all. There you go. That's a, a way to work it backwards in a good way. And that one was, uh, we think, that was, uh, it says on it, you can, t you can say the name of that one too after, which is not a winner, I can have to say. It's not a winner. Um, okay. It says 94B. Yeah, but on, it, on the top of the, the oh here here's the top. Oh, of you have the top. Here's the top. What's that, that the WC sugar? Okay. What's WC? Somebody's gonna tell you in the chat room in five seconds. It's gonna be a WCG. Oh my god. What is it? What is it? Here, hold it up. Hold it up like that. Can you see it? Doop, 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 doop. If so, name that. See, because now it's classic because I got all these products, but I don't have the names. And so, who's that? Name that one. It's not a winner, but I still like to know who it is. <clears throat> Give them some hype. Um, Oh, also, uh, I want to thank those guys for gifting me this flower piece, which I normally don't even smoke flower bowls like this, but considering it's also a rig that's been converted for flower now, but it does work. Um, get a lighter on you? Yeah. Might Got to at least use it. Made it here safe, so thanks for that. I mean, I was already worried when I saw this little tiny, little tiny mouthpiece. But it hits pretty good, so 
There we go. Crinkle, crinkle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it works. It works. Very nice. Very nice. I like Sherlock's. I always did. They're my favorite. So it's kind of like a high-tech Sherlock. Right. A little bit headier. Or not headier. Not headier. It's unheady. Uh, it's unheady, but it's... What is that? Scientific, they call that? Scientific. Very good. <laughs> winner, winner. Great. Um, so, let's see. Click this off for a second on mine. Oh, okay, click, I got you. Click our deals off. We're back. Yeah, I expected that one to be a little bit more terpy, that WC okay. sugar, but it, Okay, see there you go. That's probably why I didn't win. <clears throat> yeah, it didn't it was it seemed a little bit flavorless and slightly lacking in the terps. But from the looks of it it looked it looked good. I don't know. So yeah. But you can never really say that, I guess. You never went, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then I've seen great stuff look terrible, and vice versa. Oh yeah, and that's actually sometimes nice when it's like not pretty, like you're not expecting it. Right. Yeah. And then obviously the opposite. When you have something super nice, and you're like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. And what what did you just have right there? The mint chocolate chip. Oh, okay. Mint chocolate choker chip definitely gets you like, you get, it's good. I mean, not like not like super rough, but it's like a choker. Yeah. Terrible for being on the air. <laughs> you like you do a hit, you're like, ow. That's funny. Guess you have good air weed on air weed and not a sour SFVOG. Someone's saying, mm, uh, I gotta look back and see what that's all about. Applegate Live Resin Flavor is Sour S-G-V-O-G. Okay. Nice, nice. S-F-V-O-G. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Well, there you go. Now you just dissed it two seconds earlier. <laughs> two seconds earlier, you're like, it's what, eh. is that the one you're talking about? Or I don't know what they're talking about. Honestly, I don't know which one that is. The one you held up. Probably. Oh, that's probably what it is, huh? The yeah. WC? Yep. I'm assuming. Now you'll know. Now you will know. Cool. Um, so these ones, it was interesting. I was like, oh, wow. I've actually got shatter again, or <laughs> full intact, basically. And I'll tell you, it was really hard to work with. Right. Just in general, just like I was like, oh, I'm glad those days are over. <laughs> if it don't shatter, it don't matter. Yeah, and this is kind of uh, gooey. Kind of gooey. That's funny. I don't mind it. it uh, it's easier to work with off the parchment, you know what I mean, than something Exa like that. Exactly. I, Exa I, know, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about those is they're a little bit weird because it doesn't stick at all. Right. You know, you kind of want yeah. a little bit so you can right. work with it. Otherwise, you're just pulling this thing around. Giant ball. Um, let's see what time we got. 5.40, so James, you can call in. I guess he can call in early if he wants. I mean, just leave us hanging. If he's got them... 
on the line. Call him in. Well, whatever. If he feels like it. And if anybody else wants to call in, it's 720-310-8237. Yeah. We and have a small question sesh before. Uh, I mean, now that we had Fo 20 call in from, from fucking jail, we can't really get, can't get any weirder. So That's some dedication, man. That is some dedication, I have to say. <laughs> uh, was to be like, oh, he's probably on the air right now. <laughs> yeah. And he nailed it. He nailed it, right? No, it's good. Like it's good. as far as also be beginning of the show and everything, I was like, that's yeah. what made it a little bit sus, because it was timing was perfect. So and, Doug, and Douglas tiny. County is right over here. That's I know. That's what confused me too. I thought it was Colorado, Douglas County. Exactly. Like, so mm-hmm. I was already like, Douglas County. I was like, either it's real, and then I heard Scott, and I was like, I don't know Scott, and then. So now we do know his name, Scott. So there's there's no there's just no getting out of that one. Right? <laughs> we may not know his real name, but we know his real name. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. No, I thought he pulled the ultimate prank somehow. That's so crazy. I, I thought he had the perfect app. I was like, "Who's the best app ever?" It's funny we had some new listeners in, and they're like, "What is happening right now?" <laughs> like they didn't know what was going on during that time period. Yeah, during that whole yeah call in. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so, you never know which direction we're gonna go. We could be talking to uh, correctional facilities and people in jail at any given moment now. Definitely the first one. I used to have a lot of uh, requests from jail for my, like the very first uh, ad that I ever did Mm -hmm. was in High Times because we did the cup and that was one of the things they gave us was a quarter page kind of ad for free or whatever. And I was like, all right, well, we had three months. And uh, so we did... We kind of spaced them out every other month for six months, and it was uh, hand drawing of an apple pipe in front of a bong drawing, with a bong next to it, with a bong drawing next to that, and then a screen kind of under, it was all hand drawn by a tattoo artist, and like smoke coming out of the fucking apple or whatever, just like classic, and it said um, ICU, right, International Cannabis University. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, put the ad out. It said five dollars to uh, enroll for enrollment papers. Because we figured, all right, we'll just put together enrollment papers, charge five bucks. You know, it was like in my mind, we're gonna make money. We didn't think we we made nothing, right? <laughs> it was like the, it was like a total bust. That's funny. Twenty five years ahead of its date. But anyway, the only custom, only people we had out of all of, I think we had like six, maybe eight. And at least four were from prison, like at least half. Oh, really? And you could tell because it was tiny writing. It'd be like the tiniest writing you ever saw, and going on every edge, like and like writing in circles. And you know, what I mean, it was just like it was crazy. Like, wow. I, and I'd get these like, and then I, so I got it from that guy. Okay, so I got it from, and then I got a package of opium poppy seeds from another guy who definitely was in prison because he wrote the same way, like tiny little letters and, and like squinkles in boxes. And he was like, you got to grow these. You know, it, was just, it was just weird. I never did. I just kind of like yeah. tripped out on it. I was like, what the fuck? That's weird. Yeah. Guy sent me these like three different kinds and they were like black and red and whatever. And he was like, you got to grow these. <laughs> he was obsessed. Right. You could tell like writing in tiny letters and every so often thick. And it was just weird. It was one of those... Like, okay. And then the, all the other ones were like, I really want to go to your college. And I will when I get out of prison. You know, I was like, <laughs> that's, we got like four, at least three or four of those. It was crazy. Wow. And I was like, because I was reading like, you know, here I have enclosed $5. So, you know, they had took five out of their commissary to give, to, to send a letter to, that they found in high times of a university 
this is in like 93 right so you know some guy in prison right. in 93 or 94 sees that he's like dude i'm gonna fucking go you know and, they, and it was like old school too because it was like cut out the bottom and send it back you know what i mean like oh yeah he did the whole thing which i was so proud of because as a kid i was like man one day i'll have a thing like that. you know what i mean like that's how that's how you make money right there yeah cut out that little bottom fill out your shit send <laughs> it in yeah, it was pretty funny stuff uh there is a checking question uh, what skunk did you use on the skunkage? Skunkage is the same skunk one, unfortunately. Oh, okay. And, uh, and uh, the I, I tried. I was working on this Kentucky thing, but I didn't find any. I, I I grew them out. I didn't find any good skunky, and it was nice, but it was not what I was looking for. So, gotcha. Sk- old school skunk one, and, and that was done actually before in Holland. Anyway, that was not done here. Ah, gotcha. That's so that was with with Skunk Man Sam's same cut, you know, the same pretty much guarantee. And in a way, unfortunately, like as we discuss on the show all the time, it's not the skunk we're looking for. This is not the skunk you're looking for. Right. It's like a droid. Yep. Yep. Um, let's see. Has Adam got any of my Cali list testers ready yet? Spring heel. Cali testers, sure. For Spring Hill, always, you know. Of course. Oh, Cali mist testers. Oh, uh, sorry. Not seeds yet, no. But I'll always give him the cut if he needs it. Nice. It's one of those. Just gotta come, just come see me. Right. Just come pick it up anytime. But yeah, that's definitely one of those. Uh, I got a two weeks into flower now, something like that. So just about to get hit. Nice. So there'll be there'll be actually be a reverse bubble gum. Cali Mist Cross is what we're working on next. It's the Mr. Bubble reverse, I guess. It's actually the actual Mr. Bubble. Because the old one used to be called Mr. Bubble, and I was always a little bit like, Cali's the male, the bubblegum's the female, we're calling it Mr. Bubble. Kind of makes you think of males, right? You know. And then this time it's actually a bubblegum reversed, so it finally makes sense. Yeah. It's a Mr. Bubble. Mr. Bubble. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like it. Yeah, and it used to be Mr. Bubble was the scrubbing, the foaming, scrubbing crystals, or you know, with little uh, foam for your bathtub. That was. Oh okay. Yeah, those were called Mr. Bubbles, and they would go down the. Oh yeah. Rub the thing out. So, as a kid, that was like the coolest, like graphics yeah. you got. <laughs> it's about as good as it got right there. <laughs> like, Whoa, those bubbles are real. Mr. Bubble Redux. Right. That's funny. Um. Yeah, it was, and it was a good strain. And that whole Mr. Bubble was a fucking debacle. It was completely created by mistake. And it was, uh, I mean, I think I've already told it a million times, but it's basically when I was out of town, Victor gave 200 clones to, like, big greenhouse growers. And half of those clones were male. So it was, like, a disaster. Oh, no. Yeah, it was like, oh, God. You want to see pissed off Dutch farmers... Yeah. Tell them when they have 15 foot tall males <laughs> all over the <laughs> fucking place. You're like, oh my God. Because the biggest plant I had downstairs was that male. You know, it was like huge, like ridiculous. And so I mean, he had to get some. I was out of town. And somebody asked for clones. He cut clones, gave them to them. They rooted them themselves, vegged them themselves, flowered them, put them in giant pot. You know, did the whole, all that work. To find that at least, so the, of the 300, at least 100 were males. 
So you're like, oh wow, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> and like I said, each one's like fifteen. Yeah, that's real bad. Twelve to fifteen feet across or some bullshit. So you're like, because it's Cali Mist. Also, cause you can already just feel how big those things were. They were just reaching, reaching, you know, giant monster plants, and then yeah, all male. And this guy came in shaking. I got to be like freaked out. Yeah. So I ended up selling a lot of Cali Mist seeds. So I told him to keep at least something. I was like, you know, you got to cut all the, he obviously cut all the males out, mm-hmm. but there was already seed, everything, you know, it wasn't like with 15 foot tall males, you know what I mean? There's going to be some fucking flowers. So it was already seeded. So it didn't get heavy. I mean, it got heavy seeded, but as far as consistently, but it didn't get like, like to the point where they couldn't sell some of it. You know, they sold some, but for the most part, it was like de-seed it, turn it to hash. I'll have to sell seeds and not make any money <laughs> for a long time. You know, it, was, it was a it was a rough deal all the way around. So now Crazy. we'll do a new new happy version, new happier version. So, so um, let's see. We got those guys calling in in ten minutes, and uh, let's smoke another another round here. Cool. And then do you, do yeah. you have any tips for curing? Just like. Um, I mean, every no, I mean, strain is going to be a little bit different, of course. So sure. it depends on, and everywhere you live is different. So if you live here in Colorado, I suggest, um, you know, thinking about, <laughs> well, you know, you got to have like a hum- more humid room than like almost like a humidor here if you want to really keep a lot. It depends on how much weed you got. If you have, right. a, lot, if you have a lot of weed, yeah, you got to like have a climate control room that you can bring the humidity up to at least 45%. Otherwise, you know, you're really hurting. So, 55 being more ideal. Let's okay. Say, you know. Yeah. And then. So you want to have a high humidity room, even after each other. Not high, but just higher than here. Higher than here. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, like here we were sitting at 20s. You know what I mean? So it's like nasty. So here you're always sucking. So it depends what you're. You know. So if you're in like, but when we were in Portland or when we we're in places like you know in Hawaii and stuff, all of a sudden you're like, okay, you guys have the exact opposite issues. So it's kind of depending on that. Gotcha. And it's just like, I think the key is, is when you actually seal it is really like a, a really important time. It's like the one moment where you actually make that decision because if you like put it and it's too wet and you seal it, mm-hmm. it'll never really dry, right? It'll always right. be like spongy and weird. And if it's, um, obviously if it's too long, it'll be bone dry and you can only bring it back. So a few, much. A few percentage points, you know what I mean? Like maybe one, two if you're lucky, depending on the strain. Some strains are a little bit more resilient, you know? Mm-hmm. So you learn. Just Gotcha. It's a curve. And that's the, that's the whole secret of, like, it's hard for a shop because a shop's got to have flow. And if you're, by, if you're by yourself and you're just holding on to your own weed, you know, you can take another good thing to do is to have a couple of layers. Like, so have a big barrel, for instance. Mm-hmm. And put uh, stuff in jars, put those in buckets, and put the buckets in a barrel. You know what I mean? And seal all those up, and at least you know you got like three layers of of atmosphere. Right. So you can get it to the point where at least you know it's not. Because uh, if it sits in a tall, empty area, it's going to dry out. So you want it to be in small. You, uh, so okay. when you're curing stuff, you never want to leave a lot of air. That's you know. Gotcha. So you always want to have. See, so if you're going to cure stuff, you want to figure out either how to take all the air out of the container that you're in, mm-hmm. 
not pull it hard, you know what I mean? But just pull it enough that you get the air out. Mm-hmm. That way you're you're sort of stabilized at that spot. Sure. Because if you have a thing where there's a lot of air on the top, then it'll, like if you have a jar with a little bit of weed in it, it'll oxidize real quick. If you have a jar that's really filled, there's not much air left in there, you know? So it'll, it'll go less. Gotcha. Okay. So curing's more like... It's a luxury, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like one of those, like, oh, you get to cure it? So, and then another quick question. Do you dry trim or wet trim? Dry trim. Here you have to dry trim. Here. Okay. Okay. All right. I've only ever wet trimmed art. Yeah. yeah. No, here you have to dry trim. Because here the problem is if you trim when it's wet in a super dry environment, you're going to end up sucking from every single fucking cut that you ever made. So when you cut every single leaf on the plant, it's drying from every single leaf on the plant. When you just cut it down and hang it, it's drying from whatever point it can get out of. And it won't get out of, you know, it'll come out the top of the fucking stem for real if it's like a real nice tight plant. If it's kind of beat up a little bit. And the more leaves you pull off, obviously that's more areas oh, that it can kind of okay. kind of come off. And then you see, so just de-leaf the big leaves, you hang it up, and then you leave it for here about five days maybe you know what i mean like okay that's then, what i was gonna ask and then next. after about five days you can kind of once you can touch it and it won't crush it won't be like so super soft it's actually like got a little bit of something to it you can cut off a branch at a time trim it up there mm-hmm. cut it off put it into turkey here you would like you know turkey bag or something that seals and you also that you can get most of the air out of it and then rehydrate it a little bit like you want to because you want to dry it here because here it's going to dry it no matter what mm-hmm. it's almost like you have to slow it down obviously gotcha so here you kind of want to have a more humid room slow the whole process down temperature about 50 about 50 you know well 60 say here you know cause it's like if it's too cold and you're drying it'll also just stall out on you so you have to think about that too okay so it's you know again like if you live in a really cold environment then you might be heating up your room if, if it's the wintertime, you know what I mean? Right. And then if it's the summertime, obviously not. So Sure. Then you got to have air conditioner or else your shit just turns to dust, you know? And, but the air conditioner also pulls moisture out of the air, so you have to put a uh, humidifier in the room on a thermostat, on a humidistat, and then a heater, and a, depending on the te- year, time of year, and, a, and or an air conditioner, you know? Mm-hmm. That way you're, you're all, everything is set at the right parameters, and you just keep it at that kind of humidorish mentality gotcha you know, but not quite okay. as, not quite as humid so we we're just doing this all wrong <laughs> <laughs> we we're wet trimming and then just leaving it on like a like a, yeah, the, a, a grate uh-huh. to just like dry out for a couple of days mm-hmm. and then uh at the point that we could snap the we would put it in a jar and then it just didn't ever but you trimmed it again right at that point no oh because you'd already trimmed it so much yeah. in the beginning. yeah yeah, so, see, that's the thing is when you and lay it. never it, comes out good. It's never no. anything I want to smoke. You know right, because I mean? so. it's laying down when it's wet, too. So you're, you're, uh, you're, you're like creating a, a weird moisture barrier that is totally opposite of what's above it. So, like, above it is like facing the air. The bottom is like squished up. It's wet. You know, it's like it's like the worst thing you can do almost because gotcha. the idea is to hang it, not let it. So, when you hang it, when you leave the inner leaves on and you get rid of the big leaves, mm-hmm. the inner leaves kind of wrap around the buds. And then when you're trimming it, you just literally like peel back those ones, trim those off, and then do a little light trim. Yeah. And then cut it off and boom, you're done. So instead of like... Gotcha. But you don't... So you take all the big leaves off, obviously, but you don't touch the inner stuff. Because oh, okay. if you start fucking with the inner stuff, the minute you start to fuck with it, it's like you just never ends. Yeah. 
movements. And, and also what people mess up with a lot of times is they're all coming in from the bottom like this and they're like trimming like this. And the thing is you kind of don't see what you're doing. And if you turn the thing around, if you just have a small, you know, if you're a huge, you know, holding a huge branch, you can't do it. But right. I always you turn the thing towards you and you sort of spin it this way. And, you, and well, whatever hand you trim with, and then you do like that. And uh -huh. then you can kind of see what you're doing and you cut less. In a way, you'll cut a little bit less, you'll get a better job, and you'll see what you're going to end up with. Whereas if you're on the bottom and you're trimming up like this, people tend to keep cutting because they're cutting from the bottom. Oh. And they're not seeing what they're doing and they're like taking a little hunk off here and a little hunk off there. By the time, yeah. you know, an hour of eight guys doing that, you're like, fuck, that's like, you know, <laughs> a quarter pound of just bullshit that they took off and made the buds look uglier anyway because they weren't paying attention because when you look from the bottom you get a false idea of it's okay to look at the bottom and trim it a little bit but it's like you don't want to only go from the bottom and go like this because in the end you sort of miss the point of the point which is the tip of the bud so if you go this way you kind of go gotcha you get a little what it was funny because yeah and it was these um norcal twins like little girls cool that's probably james Alrighty. Here we go. Yo, yo. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? Hey. Is it James? It's James Bean. James. The real yeah, James. Yeah. The, real, the real, real deal. Not the fake. The real, the real, the real James Bean. With the, well, always, yeah, not the, not, not, I know it's you because you always have static on the line or something crazy. <laughs> and you're, Damn it. You can never sound nice and crystal clear. Like a, there, there you go. Fuck better, Verizon. Better. Fuck those guys. Better. <laughs> See, I'm standing with like some, like, uh, my hand in one, in, over my head. Uh, I happen to have on the phone with me right now uh, mm -hmm. the gentleman that won the flower. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Dairyland Bakery. Dairyland with the member berry, right? Ooh. Yeah, that's correct. Ha-ha, the member berry. I remember. I remembered. Hey. I just remembered it. Remember me? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Love it. Hey, man, thanks for... I don't remember. That, that's the way it usually is, right? So somehow we barely yeah. remember that you won, and we... Got you on the line, which is awesome. Uh, how uh, so? How how confident were you that it was like going to be in the top, say three or four or whatever? Oh man, we're on a we're such a small farm. I was just like, hey man, we have to give it a shot. We have to know. I um, you know I always believe strong in our flower. I really strongly believe in our turf and everything. So uh, didn't really believe you know we were going to win and everything like that just because you know it's a self esteem thing. It's a small farm and everybody there. But uh, yeah. hey man, we we like I said, we so, love it. Well, the thing is, I mean, the way we do it is head-to-head, -head too. So it's a little bit like, you know, it's a combo of who you're up against, you know, what kind of competition, what, what the people who are judging it are into at that moment. And it can be very, you know, just not, not that not, it's very, it's cool because it's very much like it flows in its own way. You know what I mean? So, like, sometimes maybe yeah. there, was a, there could have been a little better weed out there, but at the same time, you powered through and because who knows? I mean, it was like, it was a lot, it was a lot of... There's a lot there's of any type of flow to be had. I tried to break that flow all the fuck up. So yeah, um, tried to make it as fair as <laughs> Sorry, possible. we only right. gave you some a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, we so we originally did the original twenty smoke down with with you done yes. in uh, in Portland, which yep. was let me tell you, watching four hours, four guys smoke through 20, 20 pieces of weed is, is phenomenal. It was twenty four. Actually, it was twenty four in the end. Twenty four. Then we did. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. Right there. Mm -hmm. I had, I, uh, yeah. Boring. Um, <laughs> Boring. Yes. Some commentary. I was like, my God, four hours, you're killing me. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's it's the torture we have to go through. But it, the torture. So, but it was all professionals, and it was a breeder panel, and it was a guy who owned the shop, and, and Buffalo, so they all knew what they were talking about. You know, everybody was good. 
Yeah. And then I brought it to my staff, who is, so that was first round. So second round was with, was with my staff. And they're good. They're knowledgeable. They're not, you know, growers or professionals or breeders, but they're knowledgeable. They know what they buy in this country. Well, it's good to, it's good to get like. the people who actually would be the end users anyway, because unless, yep. you know, unless yeah, you're yeah, strictly exactly. grown for yourself. Then I took that shit to another level. Uh-huh. Oh, so another level. To, I didn't uh, even know you did that. Another third level for the finals. Uh-huh. We went down to uh, Humboldt Seed Company. Uh, down in uh, um, uh, Northern California, uh-huh. did a yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, of course, but then had him go through the final three with me, my shipping department manager, and him. Nice. So we got more another breeder perspective. Yeah, and then we're, so it was a fair play all the way, and that's the came on. Well, that's, the see, that's the way to do it too, because when you what happens is when you do more than three rounds with the same weed at the same at a certain yeah, point, too. you're getting too much into like one zone where you're like, well, that's you know, you're you're you're, you're locking in you on keep one thing. For this or, yeah, and then if you, you remember you, that. You, you, you hand it to well, you, well, yeah, and also the problem is just what you said earlier. Like, one guy gives you a lot of bud, and the other guy gives you a tiny amount of bud, and it's really hard to do the judging because all of a sudden you're like, all right, well, if I rolled a joint as big as I rolled with that, and this might actually taste different. <laughs> right now, I'm trying to do little tiny little rippers with this to keep it spread out, you know. So, so we, you know, we, there's a lot to learn, and, and and it's one of those you don't want to be the guy who just wins because he gives it the most, but at the same time, when you don't give enough, it's hard to get past a certain amount of rounds, you know. So, so there's some uh, there's, there's some ad, there's some ADSI advice. You just have to give us more. Just give us more weed. Give us more weed. No, yeah. <laughs> give Although, us more weed. Hey, no problem, but, hey, man. Like I said. No, I'm just kidding. But but that, <laughs> that, that the last moment thing I saw you guys on Instagram, I was like, heck yeah, I've got to do it. Well, cool. And then and then we appreciate that's the coolest contest way. Yeah, and again, like okay. it's a it's a. It's uh, right. one of many coming up, so we'll be doing as much as we can all over the country, kind of getting a feel for flavors from different places. Now, this particular uh, member berry that you have, is it like from seed that you guys did some selection with, or is it a clone that's going around, or what's the deal with it? Uh, no, we actually bought it actually at the Indo Expo last year from Ethos Genetics themselves. We try to get from you know, bio yeah, seeds sure. from the breeders themselves. That way we know what we're getting. We can talk to them, hey, this is what we're growing in. You know, what do you recommend for us? But, uh, Memberberry is one of those. We're big South Park fans over here. So mm-hmm. Memberberry came out. We had to do it. The episode with it was great. So, <laughs> you know, just kind of went with the flow. And we found, you know, we started three of the six beans we got. And uh, we found this, you know, and we really, really liked the turfs it was putting out at an early, mm-hmm. early age. So, I mean, early start. So nice. we rolled with it. And, uh, you know, we're still working with it. We didn't push it hard in this, uh, this first round that we had. This is actually our first round of actually putting it into production. We didn't push it too hard, and we actually like what we got, so we're interested to see the future. And what was the growing medium, and what was the sort of in, you know, nutrients and stuff? We, was it organic? We or? grow all in soil. We recycle nice. soil. Uh, we awesome. started with uh, Nectar for the Gods, number four soil, right out of here. Shout out, sh- uh, sh- shout out to Nectar for the Gods. These guys are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has a great Oregon Constant Gardener. They're great people down there. Anytime you're in Eugene or Springfield, those guys are awesome. Like I said, uh, Oregon's only organic connector. They are great. They reach out to us. We reach out to them all the time. Anytime we have problems, it's like almost instantaneous feedback. You know, hey, try this, try that. So right. great guys down there. But like I said, yeah, we just, we're pretty much indoor greenhouses. We have, uh, we supplement with lights. You know, we supplement with double-ended uh, mm-hmm. HBSs. So uh, we try not to use them when we don't have to, but we are on the toast. Yeah, so, yeah. unfortunately, we don't get the sun like uh, Cali. Sure. No, it's awesome. And then, you know, the thing yeah. is, we've noticed over the years that whenever we do any kind of competition, that the top stuff's almost always organic, which makes me feel good that at least we have the, a taste for it. And it's just like, you know, it's one of those, the the literally separating the top of the from the, the top 3% from everything else. So, that's kind of where 
sounds like you guys are boutique-y, which is awesome. So uh, I think you can keep an oh, eye, yeah. keep an eye on everything. What, what's what's your capacity like? What do you guys? How many bays you got, or what do you what are you rolling with? Just kind of... uh, so I'm usually flowering. Well, we're about to double our flowering space. So we're usually growing in the facility anywhere from 500 to 750 plants in veg and flat and bloom. You know, we're usually blooming about 250 plants at a time. Right. In five to seven gallon pots right now. Uh, we're doing some trials with seven with uh, ten gallon pots to see, you know, just you know, still learning our, our, our ways around and see what works for us. And uh, you know, to keep up with the demand. Uh, luckily, we've uh, nailed our turps on point where the stores that are lucky to get our flour keep us on and just basically ask us to refill their jars. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, we lucked out there, and, uh, and, and, and I think that's a big key to growing too is kind of finding what works for you and implementing it, like. You know, there's going to be 10 different ways that 10 different guys are going to tell you how to grow, and each of their ways is fucking the right way, and they're sure of it. Mm -hmm. And it is for them. And so if you can just take a little piece from each guy that you deal with and figure out how it works for you and implement it that way, I think that's, you know, I mean, the biggest problem is that... Yeah, the biggest problem is that a lot of facilities are like... uh, you know, on their 10th grower by the time you roll in and they have ten, you know, a whole back room full of just different bottles of this and that and bullshit, you know, and you're kind of like, oh my God. Like, and, and they they really want you to use as much as you can because they spend a lot of money on it, you know, and there's a lot of people who are like, well, yeah, well, okay, I'll do that. And then they you get out. the same outcome. Yeah, and just, you know. <laughs> well, and we, we really lucked out over here. We, uh, we're we completely owner-operator. I, I am very small. There's three of us that work in the farm and, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, nice. We work our asses off. It's still hand trimmed flour. You're so you're not. We're not running it through a machine or anything. We just know that uh, you know it's not going to be given to us. We have to work to to do what we have to do and to produce what we believe in is quality flour. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's the thing is everybody caught into this business thinking they were going to make so much money, hire on millionaires, bro, millionaires. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, oh. guys. You know what I mean. We're working seven days a week over here, and we're still smiling every day when we wake up. Girls are happy, yeah. and yeah, we see people loving our flour and. Thanks to people like you guys giving us a chance, you know. Yeah, and, and, yeah. I mean, and, and this, well, you gave us a chance. I appreciate you for entering. Uh, we did. We just put that thing out. So you know, it kind of, I found it really as a cool way for one to get to know what was currently being grown in the regions of the shows, like what people were growing out there. So next time I had, I got better practice flying with. Mm-hmm. Um, it also kind of gave me a, a feel of how they were growing in my area. If people were still growing tomatoes, or if they were actually right. like, into growing cannabis yet, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, or, it's definitely and, a cool and, way. I love the way you guys did that. Yeah, and Oregon is really like you know, it's nice to see that there's a lot of people still thinking organic and on, on point, just because of a you know such a craft uh, place to begin with. You know, what I mean, the whole place is screams literally just like we need to do. You know, everything you do there is is already kind of has a lot to follow when it comes to food and the way people present stuff there and stuff. So it's like it's nice to see right away how you know Oregon gets it. You know what I mean? There's not there's no there's no question. Yeah. Yeah, we've always done the whole veggies already from the start. You know, what, 15 years ago, that was a start, and then it became a trend everywhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Loving it, Oregon, Oregon weed, man. We, we got some good stuff up here. For sure. And, it's, and you know, for, for, for Oregon's behalf, too, uh, there's a thousand licenses that have been issued, and they were supposed to issue another thousand starting in June. That's, yeah, true. that's, yeah. a, that's a very competitive fucking market for a very little amount of people. Exactly. Everybody got into it, but I mean, that's the thing is the organic guys, the uh, guys that actually care for the flower and don't care about the numbers and not care about pushing synthetics yep. through. I mean, when you can finish the bowl and taste it, the last bit of it still tastes like the very first spark. I mean, you know, you, you know, love. And that's the guys that are putting love into their plants. Our flowers are going to sell. The guys that are just there for money and for show, 
I'm sorry, I don't know. They can go to another state, I think. But uh, Oregon's kind of on point with the way they're doing it, you know, keeping us small, you know, giving everybody a chance. But, you know, it's flooded. Okay. But, well, you know, we're not seeing that. We, we saw it. You know, we're not making what we thought we were going to make. But it didn't, you know, deserve in any way. We just, yeah. like I said, we, we don't have 10 people on our farm. We've got the three people that just are dedicated to this. We love really what we cool. do. We're able to pick you out out of all those fucking 24 people. I'll spot you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's cool, well, that's awesome. Glad, I'm glad yeah. we glad we, well, we rounded you up. A, What's up? Yeah, because yeah. you're going to get, of course, a two hundred dollar gift certificate from Seacher now. Oh, uh, you go online, cool. choose that for every one you want to put them choose whatever you like. We'll get that to you. Sweet. Also, get awesome. you a, 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 a pack a pack from Dunnage. He'll sign you a pack and get that on its way. Nice. Awesome, awesome, man. Oh yeah, we'll do a little we'll do a little pack for him. Little pack pack of packs. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody hey, want we appreciate it all. Of course. We got some. Uh, we got a little bit. You know, if you if you're interested in the number very that you're hearing about, you got to check us out at Avenue PH through Lebanon or Citizen Dispensary in Pacific City. Nice. And uh, you guys are all out there. They're all our flowers are all on the shelves. Sweet, sweet. All of our extracts are processed by uh, Flapjacks out of Newport, Oregon. So there will be some memberberry shatter hitting the shelves as well. So. We try to stick it with a small extract company as well. Those guys over there in Newport, there's three, three guys. Where, where, where are you guys based out of, you said? We're based out of Tillamook. Tillamook. Oh, where the like... cheese is made, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone's <laughs> familiar with Tillamook, of course. They're like, ooh, cheese. Uh-oh. <laughs> Instant salivation. <laughs> it's not we got. We got, some, we got some weed here, too, man. <laughs> That's the center of the fromage. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but hey, if you guys are ever in the area and you stop by the cheese factory... Give us a ring, you know, give us a call. We're right down the road from there, so maybe we can stop by and hang out. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Um, well, cool. So I'll congratulate all your crew because they did a great job, and we know it's not it's not easy to uh, deliver in such a short notice such high-quality product, but that's what oh. I told everybody earlier. I was like, you know, this, this actually shows you who's ready at all times because that's when it was like back in the day when you had your – your guy, right? It was always like the guy who actually was consistent was the guy who was the, the, the lifesaver, not the guy who once in a while had something nice, you know? It was like, no, the guy who actually right. al- always has, you know what I mean? So when you have a shop like that or you have a, I'll be there, man. a brand like that, it's really good to have a, you know, quality stuff that you know is really on, on fire. So sweet. Thanks, guys. Hey, we appreciate it, man. You guys have a great one. Okay, man. Thank you. Enjoy your night. For sure. Thanks. So you want me to hang on, Don, or do you want to hang on? Of course I want you to hang on. What are you talking about? Jesus Christ. I'm sure. I was just a thanks guy. I'm like, I'm out of here. No, no, not at all. Did you talk about Boston already? Boston, a little bit. Yeah, I did a little bit, but yeah, tell us more. Tell us more. I talked about how it was a good show. I just thought Boston came with it, with the herbs, too. I thought they came with it, for sure. Oh, my God, yeah, everything, right? The quality quality was all on point. I mean, uh, I I guess I missed misjudged the Boston, but there's some really, really quality growers out there. Um, everything like uh, I, that to me, that lemon royale was the, was the winner all day. I know. It's so rank from some place. But like you said, things have a tendency to change overnight. So they do. Well, the well, thing is, it was it was 98 percent humidity when I was in Rhode Island. There, it was like, oh my god. You guys. No, no, it's so yeah, because you can't you couldn't even roll a joint. I tried it, and it could have just you couldn't smoke it was so wet. So it was you know that so. definitely uh, changes the story when you're trying to you know take care of a bunch of different things and you're opening up jars and closing them and blah, blah, blah. And by the time you get to the, finally get to smoke it, you're like, dude, this thing's all wet now. What the hell? Yeah. So that and was the only, ice cream man was a big winner and that was awesome. Uh, yeah, it was 
It was one of those, uh, and then the Cam Frisbee, I think it was them. Like, wasn't that one of them? Second Fris- or third, Fris- I think. Frisbee Cam, so Frisbee which, Cam, which I've never heard of. But Frisbee Cam. Frisbee Cam. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But it was which uh, leads, leads me to, and I give a shout-out to CSI Humboldt. Mm-hmm. Um, he had two in the top four. Unfortunately, he met himself in the semifinals. Oh, yeah, he so, went against himself? He went against himself? He went against yeah. himself? Oh, yeah, he, had, he, he had the three and the eight. Mm. And so he hit himself in the semifinals, and it was... I remember that that round looking well, back at it. So I was like, "Man, that's that's actually look a lot similar. He's look the same." <laughs> that's actually that's actually a good um, a good thing for him though, because if it's just a pheno hunt at that point, you know, you got a little bit of a uh, at least a group thought behind it instead of you know made it through different different levels of different people. So it might be easier yep. in the long run when you're just trying to make that last that last little decision, you know. Yeah, no, that guy's really on point as a grower. His his stuff was uh, was really really nice, and so. So I want to give him a shout out. Like I said, he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't take himself out when he had a chance at the finals. But sweet, um, yeah, it was good to go see CSI Humboldt. Uh, his stuff. I'll put some videos up online later. But he had uh, some breeding um, outdoor breeding areas that he had going. Not CSI Humboldt, excuse me, um, Humboldt Seed Company. There you go. It was good to meet with him on Wednesday with Humboldt Seed Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do the, the blueberry muffin, um, and I actually I got to see the skeet 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 skeet. Like, uh, <laughs> he, has a, he, he has a male in, like, a, an outdoor area that's covered with the thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't say the thing. It's proprietary, of course. Right. But it's covered with the thing. It's the phone doesn't escape. And he has a male right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so he had, like, the, the brown parts that are the male parts. Mm-hmm. Like, after, because they, they had to all pollinate everything. That's where he just leaves a male in there and shakes it a couple times. Uh, and I was like, oh, and we saw the video. And I'd never seen, like, basically the male skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> like left over and there was all, all this brown stuff I was like what's all this, all this, what's all this brown stuff from these plants he's like oh that's the male pollen I was like oh shit yeah you got so, spoot, you got, yeah, you got bukkake basically is what you're trying to say no I mean there's plants there there's fucking uh, plants there all over the place yeah plant cocky male just had his, had his time with it so well, so we were uh no, we had a good. We, I think we had a good show, and it was, uh, like you said, nice to see the local wares and what people are doing, and how, especially if you go there year after year, because you get to see what you gave them last year, really. So that's, that's a double, exactly. Double and it builds kind of like a camaraderie too. Like if people want to show you their stuff and show off how good they are, and you're like, wow, that is really, really good, yeah. So you know, it kind of, kind of builds that so, camaraderie. That's so we have um, all the samples in front of me of the uh, of the concentrates. Pretty much. Let me see. Two, four, three. I got almost one missing. There was one missing because there just was nothing left in it. it, wasn't, and it Too bad they're all in front of you, did, and not in front it of me. It didn't win. It didn't win. <laughs> exactly. Why are they? Why? No, I said it's unfortunate that they are. Oh well, no. You're okay. You got lots of weed. You got lots of weed to yeah. to play with. Um, but in general. I was talking earlier about how Turtopia, these guys were just killing it. Boom, 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 round after round. Um, just to right. narrate the entire operation. Because it was only 10, so it was only you know, a certain amount of rounds. We only had 14 rounds total. And uh, so in the beginning, oh, in, in the beginning, these guys got knocked out kind of quick. Mostly just because I think everybody's on the sauce tip and really you got to stay it's a, it's a classic example of, of staying up with the, with the times, you know, because in the sense of what people, I mean, yes, there's still people who want shatter and they still want pull intact, but when it comes to terps, you're not going to really 
compete. You know, and when it comes to concentrates, it's really, it's really saucy, and you know, it's all about that. Um, let's see this Wi-Fi show. So since you're in the middle, and you're able to see the east and the west. How does, how does the middle rank? How does Colorado rank against no. the west and east as far as concentrates? Instead of not a Wi-Fi, it's WC. It's WC. And we decided that was a San, San, uh, SFE or something like that. That was what we were told. Well, that's what someone kind of said. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're talking to about. Mm-hmm. Whatever this WC sugar one. That was a uh, nice and nice texture. Hit really well. Not a lot. Of, not so much flavor. Like it was kind of weird, right. weird and lacking in the flavor. So unfortunately, that one got knocked out kind of early too. Mm-hmm. And I know that. Um, I think the uh, Kimbo Kush went ahead. I think both of all, kind of like all the Terps, the uh, Terptopia stuff went ahead because that stuff. Again, if those guys are listening, they can call, they should call in at seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven because we can talk about how awesome all their product was. Um, and they had a couple water. They had some rosin, and they had some proper saucy diamond stuff, and then they had some more. Um, just more terpy stuff, a little bit smaller diamonds. And then they had uh, another rosin, I think, with this. Let me see. Mm, yeah, water ash, maybe, six star or something like that. Really nice. That's why I want to talk to them, see what the deal is. I think it's some six star. And, uh, but yeah, they won every single round. Boom, 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 boom. So I'm like, oh, that's it. It's going to be terptopia. Well, there we go. And then in the end, the end. Oh my God! It got really crazy. The the chat room just said the WC is not the sour SFBOG. Oh, okay, it's not that. It's so, not that. So whoever knows what the WC sugar is, do you know what the WC sugar is, James? Do not. Do not. James, you had all the paperwork. You had it all in front of you. Oh, I gotta get it. I, gotta I get saw it, it all. Oh I God. saw that paperwork at one point. I was really excited. I was like, Wow, there's a oh. lot of paperwork. What's that? The chat gang said it probably is wedding cake. Oh, that makes it's sense. It's probably wedding cake. That makes sense. James, do you, does that sound familiar? Yep. I need <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jack is on point. Wedding cake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job. Okay. Well, it didn't win anyway. It got knocked out. It was it was looking good in visuals. It smelled really nice, but uh, lacked a little on the flavor. This dude says, the saucy diamonds in the clear jar with the blue and yellow label on the top say Applegate Live Resin. That's yes. a sour SFBOG. That's this one right here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's the th- oh yes, yes, yes. That's what you were trying to read. Oh, okay. Boom. Nailed it. Good job. See? Uh, we're solving crimes around here like fucking yeah, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Where are you? Dude, I'm crazy about labeling stuff, man. Okay, so, like, I know. So, I ever, like, so yeah. as far as I remember, it was knocked out, like progressed. This got knocked out early. Uh, progressed. This got knocked out in the second round. Um, this got close, but went against this, and I think got knocked out. The uh, Yep. And then this one progressed. And then, hold on. This one progressed, and this one progressed. So these are their top three. And all these got knocked out in individual boom, boom, booms. And so the top, so we had two in the top three from Terptopia. And we had one fucking 
the, the, the lone horse, you know, the outsider, the guy who was, it's like Rocky over here. It's like Rocky of, of hash. Cause it was get really lame label, lame, lame packaging. Everything about it sucked. Not a lot of it, but it was awesome. It was like, not, it, it, that's the one thing that didn't suck was like the aftertaste on this stuff. was phenomenal. Like, three hits later and you're like dude i still taste the first stuff it hasn't even gone to left my mouth yet so i'd have to say that drum roll please the golden lemons lifted was the biggest winner of the whole night the top top whoa it was very much like that everybody was like holy shit they can't believe because we tried to like hit as much as we could and the tiniest hit of that beat out a big hit of that you know what i mean like it just kind of cut through everything so have to say that in the end number two was the 24k i believe yes and then the pink lemonade so number two was a 24k live resin from Treptopia, which was super nice in color and i don't know if you can see it there but it's yeah i've moved the ad Huh? I moved the ad. Oh, you've moved the I ad. I moved the ah. little scroll bar because they're ah. always complaining. Complainatronic. Complaining. Those guys. It's okay, fine. so uh, 24K, and then the Pink Lemonade was number three, also from Treptopia, and that was also library. Yeah. So, boom, they did really good. Top three, and the two of the top three from them. But these guys, the outsider, we need to find out who the fuck this guy is. Because all I have is golden lemons lifted. So whoever that is, please step forward. Step forward and reclaim your prize. James has lost all the paperwork. <laughs> James, <laughs> I can't believe you lost everything. No, that didn't. It's just it's in the money box in the office. Ah. All right. So, so you'll know. Of, so you so you will know who to reward the. I am 100% sure they will. So whoever knows or whoever is the guy who produced this golden lemons lifted, you will, you are the big winner. You are the major top, top. And Terptopia should get honorable mention because they literally were the top. At the end, they were everything but pretty much. So they were just competing against themselves for second and third. So they... They deserve a huge. They deserve a huge price too, James. You have to, you have to give. You're doubling up. Sorry, you're giving away more stuff. Oh, more more. I'm done. State signed state uh, fees packs for sure. Oh, of course, of course. Well, that's a, that they're goes amazing. without that, that goes without saying. But then you know, of course, the, nice. the, the James being anything on the menu uh, deal, right? Anything on the oh. menu, sir? Oh wow! <laughs> no, that does not happen. What? That menu is extensive. I know. I'm just kidding. That's, Some of those items. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous, James. That's all right. I'm only kidding. Very, very, very nervous. nervous. Very nervous. Very nervous. So, uh, what's the next show? Tell me what's going on. Is everything coming up? Oh man, Alaska. So uh, this weekend, this weekend's Alaska. I figured so. Next weekend is uh, Hempfest Seattle. Oh Jesus! Yes. Weekend after that. <laughs> There's an empty weekend, and then I got Rhode Island and Maine. I, uh, Rhode, uh, Portland, Maine, and then Portland, Oregon, and then Rhode Island. Yeah, and Rhode Island's <laughs> in October, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I'll be doing that one, too. So I'm doing that one. We'll, we'll see about the others. We'll see what's going on with the others. But I'm definitely doing the, the Rhode Island s- section. And I think right after that is something in Maine. And yeah. there's a thing in Florida. Florida is also... 
back to Florida. So, I'm not going to Florida. No, it's too it's too no. far east for you. That's no, too it's too big. Uh, it's too big. Much shiny watches and big shoes right now. <laughs> yeah, come on. Doesn't it doesn't blend with the with the Portland vibe. No. No. Well, they're just uh, just too much uh, early early speculators, early money people who aren't uh-huh. knowing what the hell they're doing. So I'll wait. Right. Oh, well, I'll do some stroking people back there. I'll do some recon for you there. How's that? Nice. That'd there, be awesome. there you go. Uh, awesome. So, any other big special deals after the show, or you got any kind of new anybody new on board besides the uh, Thunder and any? So, what did we see? We lost Thunderfudge. He just went missing, right? So we just we'll, we'll put him on the back burner for now. Sure. Okay. Did you did you try him ever yep, again? Yeah. Uh, yep, I've called and texted. Uh, okay. Knew, I talked to him two days ago. He knew he was on. So, oh, forgotten. He uh, thunder. Thunder work, we, so. we got thunder fudged. Sounds like. You got him? Yeah. No, I said we got thunder fudged. So. Oh, fudged. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> uh, he's a really great breeder. He's a super great guy. Yeah, no, he was on the panel. It was cool to have him on the panel, too. And uh, sorry that I mixed up him and your other cre- and your other your guy that was helping you out. <laughs> that was kind yeah. of. So, so my. Some other new guy hits me up. He's like, "We're done with me being in the breeders' panel." I, I text him back. Why the fuck for? I said, or he's like, "Or would you rather me stay at the booth?" I said, "No, you're not on the panel." I said, "Okay, but I'd be more valuable on the booth." I said, "Yeah, why the fuck would you be on the panel?" All right. I go back and talk to him. Done. Oh, well, that's seven foot. Oh, sorry, I thought the other guy was seven foot. I was like, "No, no, no." no. Well, they kind of look the same. So like when I saw them later together, I was like, "Yeah, they're enough. They look close enough, the same that you know." Like you know, all those no, white, all those white guys, all those white northern western guys look the same, right? That aren't big and giant burly guys. So it's the other, the other guy, it was the other guy. No, no, they do. They look kind of similar. Uh, oh, Soulfire. Oh, Soulfire. Yeah, that's who it was. Sorry, I couldn't. Yeah, remember. He's I could, awesome. I couldn't uh, remember the name won, earlier. Won he was good. He was awesome. And that he was won, good. He won in Michigan. Yeah. Good. <laughs> There's like a delay. So I hate cutting you off. But yeah, he won in Michigan. And I won third for his Don Mega. Um, really great breeder, uh, line blade breeder, really good dude. Um, he was breeding out of Washington, so I just picked him up. Um, of course, we had a JBB with Wedding Cake, Sea uh, Junkie Genetics, uh-huh. um, not too long ago as well. We had uh, Compound and Oni and Green Fire. Those are some of the new pickups. And, of course, Serious Seeds. Now, uh, their bubblegum is basically your bubblegum, correct? Yeah, I gave the cut to Simon. So, and he went into a different direction with the rest of it, though. With the male, you know, that was a female game. Right? Hear it? Hear me? Yeah, we used to work, so we worked together at Sensi Seeds. And so I was at Sensi Seeds, uh, and then he started working there. And then he didn't have a seed company at the time, neither did I. Um, then I started mine. And then he worked with Tony from Sagar Mother for a little while. They had cerebral seeds. And at that point, I gave it to both of them. So I gave it to t- Tony. And Tony made Bubbleberry, and then I gave it to Simon. Same thing, we were working together, so same time. And then it was funny because a couple years later, or like many years later, like 15 years later, I was talking to Simon about it, and he was totally convinced that he got it from this guy, JJ. And I'm like, dude, no, you did not. <laughs> like, no, you did not get it from JJ. And I was like, huh? But uh, anyway, that just shows you people, people forget. But at the same time, it was the original female. He had a different male than me. Mine was more indica-based. His was more sativa-based. And there's a, there's a couple of uh, comparisons, like by some German 
German magazine that put it together where they were very, like, you know, took the seeds, sprouted them next to each other, wrote down every little fact, compared them in the end, and it was a pretty good, pretty good article, actually, because it was one of those, like, okay, well, there you go. That's, that's a very clinical way of doing it, you know, here's them, here's us, and it kind of fit exactly in that, what we explained, which is his are more conical and longer-shaped buds, mine are a bit more squat and fat, you know, that's the main, the main difference. Answer the question? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of not as much as I'd like to. So what do you what do you want to know? What the hell do you want to know? Well, um, he got it from me. I want to carry. I was I was going to tell you that I that on we carry serious seeds now, of course, and uh-huh. on their last thing we got um, uh, packs of we picked the uh, packs of all their strains, AK forty seven, the Cali mist, all that stuff. Yeah. And part of that initial packs were his bubble gum. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that I wouldn't carry his bubble gum because it's yours and you do the original, so I don't want to carry the guy who did it after you. Right. But now you're telling me there's a difference in them. It's like, damn it, that's not what I wanted to hear. Well, it's not different. It's the same male. I mean, it's the same female. That's what they started with. And that, the thing is that kind of bums me out is that he could have called it like serious bubble gum or something like that in the beginning and just like something so people wouldn't get confused. So now everyone's like, it's right. just bubble gum. Just bubble gum. But he did I'm work like, it for a little bit then? What? He did work it for a little bit then? Yeah, the thing is that I have a totally. I mean, is it? It went down a different path, but at the end of the day, it's like okay. the starting point. I mean, it's my. It's what I gave him. So I mean, it's, I agree. So it's and I, I gave it to him as that. as that. Like here's the label. The label says bubble gum on it. You know, it wasn't like, hey, here's my bazooka Joe, and I called it bubble gum, and he, you know, no, it was, it was just that's it. Is all it was. It's one of those classics. I, I always get snubbed in the in the end as far as like no one wants to give me credit on anything so it's like oh is that oh that wasn't that that came i was like really okay i'm pretty sure i fucking sprouted the damn seed in my house like with the bubble gum it was that it was like i sprouted seeds in my little fucking hundred dollar a month apartment on the windowsill you know what i mean and then moved them in the back and then built a room around them and selected them and fucking got robbed and the whole nine yards and lost them all and ended up with the one you know it's like kind of like a Pretty classic, simple story happens a lot <laughs> in this industry, but simple. but at the end yeah. of the day, everybody wants to everybody wants to figure out how it's not mine. Like, oh, it's Indiana bubble gum, it's this bubble gum, it's that bubble gum. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure there's guys in Indiana. I just got a letter from a guy the other day who was talking about a 1970 something bubble gum, and I'm like, I I understood right away when the name was so generic that there's going to be a it's not like no one ever came up with the fucking word bubble gum around weed. It's just there was no brand called bubble gum, and there was no actual like definitive starting point so i can at least say with 100 percent certainty that sensi's bubble gum which is the bog bubble gum is all my bubble gum it's the same fucking bubble gum that that serious seeds bubble gum is the same bubble gum and soccer mother seeds bubble gum is the same bubble gum and after that there's a you know a hundred copycat wannabes and who knows and probably things that even smell and taste more like bubblegum than bubblegum so then people are like oh this is the bazooka joe you know i heard about that one where oh, it's the most expensive weed on the market it's the bazooka joe it's, it smells exactly like it and i'm like okay well it's not really what mine does mine smells like, like good hash <laughs> you know like good weed like oh that's good it's like it's not not like oh my god that's exactly bazooka joe that's the problem is everybody gets hung up on the name because they think it's all about the name it's all that's about true, it's hard to, it's how you, it's how you start shit, like make a hot name and then make a strand. Yeah, so I mean, the hot name, so. well, yeah, and the, and then the funny part is, if you think about it, like, you know, bubblegum was one of those first 
sort of food candy bullshit names which everybody's using now which i sort of steered oh, away God. from which i steered away from now you know i'm like i'm like oh i don't want to where adam started the whole candy phase well i mean not that i'm going to claim it but the reality oh, is it's the first candy that you heard of that you were like oh bubblegum yeah because before that it was like you know there was more generic names or more you know this is african weed or this is this weed or this is that weed and then there was you know the couple shiva shanties and whatever and mystical sounding names but not really sticking and then like you know for instance then simon took it to the next level with ak-47 kind of like oh, okay now there's like russian guys rocking kalashnikov weed you know it's like okay but it has nothing to do with it it's an afghanistan kush correct ak-47 is mostly yeah it's mo- it's mostly afghan and um it's got the thing about it was it was it was the there's, there's your ak afghan kush not 49 gun no, it, well, it, it wasn't even that. It was the, um, it was the the days that the fucking thing flowered. It flowered in forty seven days, and they were like all excited about it, and they were like, "Dude, forty seven days, forty seven days." And then uh, Gene, who I had on the show before, when we did the bubblegum episode, Gene was the guy who was like, "Yeah, AK forty seven. Like, and then they were like, "Yeah," and everybody was like, and I was I was literally in the room going like, "No, dude, that's terrible, terrible name, dude. Don't call it that. Like, it's bad. You're you're gonna get in trouble." And the funny part was. Not funny, because never funny to have the Kalashnikov family hit you up. But you know that's what happened to that's what happened to Simon. He got you know told cease and desist type thing on that. So it's like, oh okay, you know you you don't want the guys who made the the gun that killed the most people in the world last year to fucking be after. Hey, I send some buoys. But no. Well, no, I don't think he did. Did he? I mean, is that what he's doing now? Or? No, that was that, that was white label. Piece. No, that was white label. They did no, they did OK forty eight, which was even stupider. I was like, oh my god, OK forty eight, <laughs> and then they had at the same time they had Jock Horror. Bubble instead. bubble. No, Jock Horror was the one that it's out there, and it's a Jack Herrer, but instead of calling it Jack Herrer, they called it Jock Horror. I'm like, that just sounds like STDs all day long, like. What'd you do? Wake up and look down, and you got bubbling STDs on your balls or something. It's like, no, this is not jock horror. No, that's what it was called, jock horror. It was terrible, but um, yeah, the the bubble gum is probably one of the first, man. I mean, kind of figure out some other ones. I mean, there wasn't that many at that point, so it was like, and uh, let's start a line, like a like a like a line of history, like when these things popped up and which who was. Well, there, no, there's a good one. You know, the, you know who's is in the beginning of Rob Clark's. Uh, hashish book there's a whole uh timeline of all the seed companies from the beginning and it sort of like talks about the first Hayes and the Hayes brothers and then you know uh cultivator's choice with rob uh, with um with watson and those guys then those guys coming to amsterdam and then the seed company and then the old guy old which is the super sativa seed club neville and all that stuff was happening so it kind of rolls it. It rolls it out really good. I guess, I guess that was the shift from right here. SSSC was the was the place. Yeah, they had. I mean, SSSC was really good. Except you know what? Thing about their stuff because I had a friend of mine who was growing all that. That's all he grew there, and he was a little Irish guy, and he was a really good grower. So he he definitely got these plants to fully express themselves. But he ended up with huge, gigantic, ridiculous buds. But they didn't look good when you broke them. It was kind of weird that when you broke it down, it didn't look so nice. You know what I mean? It was kind of like lost all of its charm when it was a giant humongous bud it was like oh my god it looks beautiful you cut it all up and it was a little woody you know what i mean because of the size of the buds and stuff and a lot of purples and i was you know their pluton and all their like stuff that looked really good on on the visuals when you actually saw them in real life you're kind of like 
Mm, I'd rather smoke, you know, <laughs> something more, a little bit more juicy. These things seem a little dry and woody and woodsy. Um, but they had some fire, definitely some, like, all, the M- M39 was theirs, and that was, like, the, probably the most grown fucking... Is, is that Beaster's M39? It is. I'm saying not saying that it's good weed. I'm saying that that was the most grown weed in the world, though, probably. For... No, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying Beaster's was good at all. No, but they, but but they produced they produced a few. I mean, but that was one of those. Consi- I mean, at least you got to give it for can, like something that made it out of the fucking trenches, and became something. You know what I mean? Like, okay, people still rock M thirty nine. People still are growing it. No, they don't. Yes, I help people. If you're still growing M thirty nine, I give you free seeds. Let me help you out. Oh, I'm I'll telling you, I, I'm telling you, somebody's got it out there for sure, for sure. It's well, like, that's, that's it. Let's look to, let's look to bring back BC bud. Bring back BC Bud. Bring back BC Bud. Yeah. Yeah, well, now it's now, now the price no. makes more sense because it'll be you know hundred dollars a pound or something like that because they they were already the cheapest on the market before. So if they want to come back that's and be first, the... that's my first smell of cannabis is that fucking hay that we come on the border over the Canadian border around Idaho. That BC Bud we get. Uh huh. Well, like everything, you know, it's just whenever there's quantities like that, there's going to be a quality drop, and they're the first guys to kind of zone in on the PGRs and all that kind of stuff. You know I mean? They were definitely, because they, I think it's because they're an ag kind of friendly community all along the border there with lots of, you know, there's flower production and, and logging and fucking, you know, people are all kind of like definitely or understand plants, you know what I mean? So, um, and then you get the, the market in America so huge that they, you know, I knew guys. I knew a guy who was working with Russians at one point, and it was just like he was he was literally uh, flying in Sikorsky helicopters, dropping off giant loads inside the American inside of America over the border, and in and then fly back over the border and like just do the drop and fly out. You know, and it was just like that's crazy. You know, what I mean, that just shows you the level that they were at. So when you can get, you know. Military grade helicopters to come drop your gear off. I guess, you, I guess I guess you're at the at that point, right? You're at the tipping point. At the edge of peak. But you know, it was also like worth thirty five hundred more a pound. You know, forty some sometimes at certain points it was worth even more, which is crazy. And nowadays, it's like peanuts. But uh, what other strains are you looking for, James? What's the big What's the big one out there that people, if they're listening, they're like, wait a minute, I got that. I found a guy out here. My friend, uh, out, my friend out here has Crippy, so I'm just gonna get that cut. I mean, of course. Beatrice Choice. What's that? Beatrice Choice. Oh, yeah, Be- Beatrice oh, Choice. Okay. Beatrice okay. Choice. Oh no, that was crap, dude. You want that? That was. I, a just, I hear it in the in the in the in the, in the history books. I haven't smoked it. Uh, it choice. was crap. It was crap. It looked kind of nice, but it was one of those like. I tried a lot of those things because in the beginning, like Homegrown Fantasy was a good shop for those. They had a lot of the old school, like anything that worked out out in Holland. Because that was one of the things about Beatrix Choices was that it works outdoors. Anything that works outdoors in Holland probably sucks. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's like kind of like the the litmus test of it. if you're a quality weed, you need to go longer than the season they have because their season sucks. So you always end up with like a lot of weed that tasted the same, even though you know it was all different genetics, and you're like, well, because we never got out of that range, you know what I mean? We never got to the point where they got into the terp zone, you know, they were just all structure, building up whatever, you know, sugars and getting ready to go. You just, you just fucking, you just shut up my parade, brother. Huh? I'm, well, I'm telling you, and that was one of those plants, that was one of those plants that, oh, it made it, cool. So that's the only redeeming factor, was that it made it, you know, it wasn't like, it made it, and it was uh, even good, you know? 
Mm. What about something called Mad Dog? Other side, yeah, boom, here it goes. I don't know, I thought it was a killer bug or something. It was big, it was black, big and black. It's on your lap somewhere. It's on your lap. There it is. There it is. What is that? What the hell is it? <laughs> it looked like a little, like it was like a, yeah, I was a bit scared for you. I was nervous for you for a second. I was like, what the hell is growing on his face? Um, so, James, uh, Beatrix Choice, now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of you. No, but anyway, anything else out there that's yeah. like legendary beyond like some photo that you saw? Like you actually. Chat not, game brought some. Chat gang, what's it? Oh, chat gang's on. on no, chat gang brought something up that I was kind of interested in. They brought up something that you were working on what's called uh, electric lemon G. Is uh, it? Oh yeah. Oh, is this? The, is the? Well, is, it back, it? is it back cross? Is that, that was what it is? that was two. So that was two's lemon G. Ah. Okay. Um, and then we we were doing we were inbreeding and basically he he would because it was called electric lemon G because he was running a current through the roots. Oh. Tesla, 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 Tesla Ponics, he was calling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tesla Ponics. Yes. Exactly. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yes. And Never so, and that. so, uh, no, I see. It was, it was, it was interesting. And I actually met a guy at the Portland show who was the, who was probably listening to the show, and he, that was the first question he asked. He was like, "So, uh, is that probably him? That's, That's probably, probably him. I'm probably, guessing. Yeah, maybe it is him. Yeah, yeah maybe. it was. And it was one of those. Uh, it was. Uh, one him if he met two, he'd understand. You know, what I yeah. mean? that's one of those things you gotta. You know, it, it, like I said, it's not something that we implement on a larger scale, but it was definitely worth. And then there was it was worth uh, you know looking into. And then in the end, I think one of the things that reason that two stopped was that these guys from Rhode Island actually nailed it. You know, what I mean, they made a product. It's got commercial. They could actually, see, you know, you can look it up online, like electrify your plants, Rhode Island, probably patent or something like that. Mm-hmm. It'll probably pop up. And it was only like five, six years ago, maybe maybe a little longer, seven years ago. Oh, but okay. it was uh, right at the same time. So Tube was doing it, and then all of a sudden uh, he found out, found out these other guys did it, and it was kind of like eh, less interesting at that point. You know? Sure. So. Okay. He got beat by Edison. They I love it. Lemon G. That's why I was interested. My ears perked up. How exactly was he shocking his plants? Can you explain the process? He would have, um, he would have, yeah, like probes that go into the into the ground, and then as long as it's moist to a certain amount, and that was the problem is it would dry out and then it would kind of damage the stuff when it was dry. So when it was wet, it was fine, and it was just he had different frequencies and he was trying to dial it in, he fried a couple times along the way. Uh, and then you know it was one of those. It's when it when it didn't seem to affect the plants is when it was probably affecting the plants in a good way. When it was looking like it was getting crispy on the edges and going zapped out, and you know, it's like probably not, probably not the most productive way. And it was, you know, it's two. But if you know two, you know he, he will push 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 those things to the limit, and you know, be like, what are you doing over here? Uh, you know. And at that point, it was uh, electrifying plants. And so then the, the lemon G that he brought exactly. over that we entered in the cup that won the whatever place it won, I think it was third place or something, that was the official, like, electrified one. Like, it was the one. So that's why we threw that electric on. So not having produced the seeds with electricity on a continuum, though. So it's not, on, can't put the stamp of produced under an electric field of you know, <laughs> a certain frequency, which would be cool. I should have two do it just for nostalgic purposes, you know. So, okay, anything out there that's coming around the corner that we should be looking for that you're excited about, James, or just sleeping, getting some sleep, getting some sleep? The exotic draft 
another exotic drop just happened. Uh, his Mutina line, Super Gassy, uh, Cream Mutina, Fudge Knuckle, Moose Knuckle. Who knows? So he's got uh, Slap, Slap, Slap Taffy or something. <laughs> he's got some really crazy names just to just go around. But it's all, it's all his Tina, which is, a, which is an LEOG cross. So it's really Super Gassy. Yeah, for back into the gas again. That's where he's at. Um, so that's on point right now. Uh, we just had a Relentless drop. We've got a Canarado drop coming in right now. Uh, this orange cross is coming up. Um, he's been pretty hot as of late. Of course, we just got a Sea Junkie drop not too long ago. There's Kate Crasher and whatnot. So. Okie doke. And then, so, uh, yeah. and then uh, yeah. you're going to Anchorage yourself, or is just the crew going? What's going on? In the crew, it's uh, I don't, it's a high times thing, so I'm not uh, sorry for listening. High times, oh, that's, what I, that's what I thought. That's what I thought because I saw everyone getting on planes. So yeah, I saw the, the usual suspects. I've never, I've never, I've never paid for one of the shows. I don't know that I ever will. I don't know. Uh, I, I have certain situations with those guys. Sorry, high times. Love you, Danko, but uh, <laughs> uh sorry, he's, <laughs> he's only Danko until he's not allowed to be Danko. You know that, so it's part of the part of the deal, right? Uh, yeah, he's, he's a nice guy, he's a good guy. We love you, Danko. Um, so there goes my fucking shot at any any point in time of being in the Hall of Bank Hall of Fame. I hope you know it. Pretty much, you, you just did it. For, did it for us. Thank you. I feel yeah. honored. Yeah, for me, yeah. Go Thanks. On. Thanks. Thank you. Future now will never exist ever. I'll be raced like YouTube. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what we got going on on my end of the book. Uh, uh, at Hempfest, I should have Skunky A at my booth. Uh, the one and only. Um, should have Soul from Soul Fire Genetics, and I, I should have. Um, Thunder Fudge from uh, Thunder Fudge Genetics. Thanks for purpose yourself. So stop by. Sounds good. Sounds good. Just doing a dab here. Of oh, the nice. winner. Digital dab. Huh? Oh, rub it in. Of the winning one. Uh, the golden cook. The golden lemon lifted. It was super um, complicated. That was the reason why we all went for it because it had that super unique like. like yeah. yeah, it was just it was uh you know. I wonder if it's a golden goat mixed with like a lemon G or something like that or whatever it is. It didn't. And the funny part was it wasn't that it was so lemony and citricky and all that kind of stuff. It was more that it was like, like leathery in a good way. Like, a, like if like in a deep complicated way and then had like some sort of the thing about it was it was so <laughs> str strong on your tongue after the fact, like you would take a hit and then 20 minutes later you'd be like, I still fucking taste that. You know what I mean? It would be like stuck at the roof of your mouth somewhere. And you'd be like, oh, shit. And you smoke, like, two other things. And you'd be like, still taste the shit out of the roof of my mouth. Like, it's still there. Like, lingering. Kind of buzzing in a way, weird way. And, and Tyler was on point with it. Tyler, me, and Sasquatch all agreed it was, like, the head turner. You know what I mean? At the last, and it was... But, of course, it was also the least amount in the thing. So we really were having to savor every little drop. So it was kind of, you know... Couldn't do Sasquatch-style hits, basically. But, you know... <laughs> I tried to switch you out for sure. Mm -hmm. What's that? Beep, 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 beep. Well, I was punching no. the code in the microwave. Oh, we you know, Some water. Punching the codes in for the safe. Yeah. <laughs> no, for the microwave. Hey, did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear the beginning of the show when Fo Twenty sure. called or no? No. What, what did he? That gentleman call about? He uh, called from jail, actually. Oh my God! No, he can call from jail unless he like made up. This is a call from a correctional institution. He did. He was pretty good at it. I don't yeah. know. He made it sound pretty realistic. Yeah, he, he did. It was all that. It was Douglas County. Douglas County. We know his name's Scott, so he wouldn't have given. I don't know if he would have gave away his real name. Like, well, that's pretty. 
So, so what you guys had to accept this call. It cost, mm-hmm. it cost like 25 bucks for 15 minutes. No, nah, it didn't cost me nothing. You have to push the button so you accept this call. It's on Skype, dude. What are you going to do? I charge my Skype account. So I don't know. That, that was the funny part. Was, was like, so, well, they're like, you will be located. Your call will be located. Did all that, you know? Yeah, it was, it was pretty. Yeah. Listen to the show. Phones in the county are not free. What? I don't know, man. I, we'll <laughs> see. I mean, like I said, it's on my Skype bill, if anything. So great. Whatever. It was worth anybody, it. Anybody that knows it's been in county knows it's not. No, like he's in the real. Free. He's in real. I think he's beyond. I don't know. He's like. He's like Somewhere, I mean, he said he's been sitting <laughs> if for. He made it, if he made it to a federal, he's got to have your name on. It. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't at federal. I don't think it was at federal. Yeah, I swear to God, he can't just he no. can't just call you. No, it wasn't at federal. That's for sure. Proof. That. So yeah, I'm, not going to call and harass people. Tell us. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, right. I just called bullshit. I, I've been in a couple of these things. You know? Oh, I know you're the king of it. You're the king of it, dude. And that's why I was like already like you even sounded convincing when you did your little version of it. I was like, oh shit, he, he knows the game. He knows the <laughs> he knows the trick. Douglas County. Yeah, I would have you have your call pre-approved, or have to have minutes on my phone, and your call phone number pre-approved. They would hear it, heard it, and cost you fifteen minutes. It's the biggest racket and bullshit. We should go over that. Oh, I heard. I know. I know that. Like, yeah, that's like a huge, huge money maker, right? Oh my God, it's beyond that. Besides that, like Unicorn. So I, I made it to. I made it all the way to a federal prison. Yes, I did. Thank you very much to a medium security. Yes, I did. Uh, Where we had a little thing called Unicorn. So Unicor is the prison industries. And so I guess I was more in, uh, so my prison was uh, Big Spring, Texas. Big Spring, Texas is right down close to the border there. And so it was 90, 85% Hispanic, mm-hmm. 40% Paisas, 40% uh, uh, well, other Paisas, non-Paisas. Paisas are Mexicos, Mexicans are Mexican, I believe. But anyways, uh, so it was... Uh, White guys weren't doing shit on that yard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was all run by the Mexicans. Um, but anyway, so so our job was the other day and I had uh, had gone up in the ranks and the and the job facility there. And what we did was we were a soldering factory, and so we would get the specs from like Lockheed Martin or Boeing, mm-hmm. like for those for like the cables. Mm-hmm. And then we would teach the eighty we teach the inmates, which were eighty five percent, you know, there on immigration holds. Mm-hmm. We teach them how to solder. Of course, like my my job, which in the fish tank, which is a class A or a class one position, I was getting forty cents an hour. That's the top grade. Ticket. Killing it, dude! You were killing it. Uh, yeah, killing it at, at, at grade A. Uh, the others were at twelve cents, and then I think it went to twenty cents, and then thirty-two cents, and then topped out at forty. So uh, we pay them that wage, us that wage, and then we would get the specs from Boeing and Lucky Martin because we're the government, of course. And then we build the cable for exactly to those specs. And then we undercut them. If they were selling the cable for fourteen hundred, we sell it for seven hundred. Right. Because we're paying wages of ten cents, twenty cents, thirty cents an hour to inmates to do it. Whereas Lockheed Martin has to pay actual humans to do it. So yeah, it was uh the biggest biggest hustle. The biggest. You were like, damn, yeah, I want to be on top of this thing, right? You're like, Man, they're killing the fuck games. No. It's like this industry is fucked. Oh, I know. I'm just like you're holding you're holding these inmates in here longer mm-hmm. just to teach them to solder. Yeah. You pay them thirty two cents so they can send home and get a phone call. Exactly, and then yeah, exactly. And then they charge you twenty five dollars for ten minutes or something like that, or more even, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes, yeah. it's yeah, a big scam. It's a big scam. It's a big giant scam. So thankfully, weed's getting put out of the world. Uh, once again, uh, by the Patch Adams. I sell Patch Adams on the website. It's legal in all fifty states. Patch uh, you Adams. Go the front yard. You can grow. You can grow ten of them on your front porch. Mm-hmm. It looks like, smells like, 
seems like if you smoke it, it won't get you high, but if you know how to process it, it'll cure what ails you. And we got those 10 pack going for 20 bucks. Love the world. And those are feminized or non feminized? Those are autos. Those are autos, okay. uh, regulars. Auto regulars, okay. Well, that's cool too. Right. I mean, so, about 30 days, you're going to see flower, and 60 days, 70, 60, uh, 72 days, you're going to see uh, finished products. So. Nice. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, Come out there, flood the world. Yep. Johnny Appleseed style strain right there. And that's what I think we have to start doing everywhere too. Is just like this town is ridiculous. Like Denver's turning stupid. All the towns are starting anywhere that goes legal turns all of a sudden stupid on outdoor because they're all nervous about their image or whatever or responsibility or kids jumping a fence and getting shot or whatever. You know that's like the big concern, which is like, well, maybe like now you put it in people's houses and you're kind of like making it unnecessary especially in places like oregon like it's beautiful you know you hope they don't get no to no it, it gets even worse so like like weed california is in siskiyou county siskiyou county outlawed outdoor growing last year it was the biggest fucking crock of shit i was like i mean weed wasn't grown it wasn't named for weed it was his name for yeah. other reasons but it damn near should have been for weed that's where a lot of weed is grown right <laughs> and it's very beautiful up by shasta uh by, by the way shout out to not shout out but uh love and prayers brought to everybody in shasta lake community in Reading. Uh, that fire is oh a fucking God. beast. Yeah. For you guys, uh, I think it's I think it's a beast. But um, uh, they outlawed they outlawed outdoor growing down there, and I was like, how the fuck do you do that in California? We're supposed to be green, mm-hmm. and power efficient. You know what I mean? In green economy, right? Yeah, you're going to force all that shit indoors. Like that makes no sense to me. You've got wonderful sun and open doors and uh, open outdoors. Yeah, no, but, it, it makes no sense. It's the same. That's it's, where I mean, it's the same here. It's 300 days of fucking sun a year, and even though it's cold if you had built the right you know the right frame set up and everything and here they even like specify greenhouse is not good enough you know what i mean like you're like what like this is in denver proper but in like outside of denver yes but not with the medical it keeps getting, getting squeezed further and further you know they'll be like make it almost impossible to grow enough medicine to actually be self-sufficient you know so if that's yeah, happening that's what, that's what california fucked up that's yeah. what california fucked up on top 64 i went from and in washington like you know, uh, part of Prop 64 is each resident now can grow six plants. Well, that's great. Before that, I could grow fucking six plants per person. Mm-hmm. Now I can grow six plants per address. Yeah. There's a big difference there. Exactly. And, so, that's, and that's also they, the same situation yeah. here. And here they're like even saying nothing in the outdoors here in the city. And then if you're in other areas, you might be able to get away with it. But at the same time, uh, you know, check your local jurors, check your local laws. You know, and of course... Who knows if they change those? You know, and a lot of these towns here are pretty pro-Trump and pretty fucking right-wing, and definitely not like. How does that fucking happen? It blows me away. How does that fucking happen? Happens. Not so much, to wake up. Not in like, Denver, but if you get outside of Denver, you go to these other towns. You're like, oh man, they are definitely out here. <laughs> They're out here in the wasteland. Um, so there's only three 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 states that have it on the bill this year, unfortunately. So I tried to call Fidus earlier to get. Uh, Ryan or oh, okay. Ryan or uh, Tyler on the line. Um, they should have had me call. They answer my calls. Shit. We'll give them a call. See what's up. <laughs> you can do that. You can try to patch them in. Guilty. See if you can patch them in. Call, call. Uh, Come on, try. I can say we can we can round the show up. We're running down to the last ten minutes anyway, so mm-hmm. we can round it up with the talk with the guys from Fidus, which I promised, and I have look, I have their flyers out, I have everything. Fidus up, bro got their flowers right in front of me amazing uh, yeah let me go through here uh, 
Cool. Let's uh, let's cold call. Yeah, sure. I already called the shop and left a message, but. Cold call, cold call, cold call. You need a little cold call uh, theme music going. Cold call. Come on, get on it. <laughs> MTI, Jesus Christ. You did pretty good. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, got, I, got him on, I got Fidus on the phone. Oh, oh nice. Fidus on the phone. Fidus on the who, who are we talking to? Hey, you got John and uh, Tyler back and stuff. Hey, what's going on? How you guys doing? Has Tyler recovered hey, yet? Has Tyler recovered yet or what? <laughs> Other Tyler, I, I think, doing all right. Uh, oh, okay. Two Tyler's. You had one of those. Yep. I love those little setups. I used to have a, a couple of Dugs and a couple of Me's and a couple. It always works. Works to your advantage. You know what I mean? You can always. Oh, I, I, mean, I, I have a couple of Adams. Yeah, I like Adam. to think so. Yeah, always helps. It always helps to you know give some another excuse, right? So how's it how's it going over at Fida since the opening? How's the uh, the first week? I guess it's been right. It's been- been great you know slow smooth smooth fast we're uh we're just excited to be here and you know kind of taking it one day at a time right where you guys located again where you guys located at again uh capital highway 7501 southwest capital highway in portland oregon multnomah village you know nice little shop you had there it's a beautiful little it's it's definitely a beautiful little area um kind of reminds me of here in the highlands you know which is kind of like the spot everybody wants to be, which is kind of overlooking the thing, but not quite at the thing, which is always nice. Um, but uh, so what's the big, what's the hot seller in the first week? You guys have a certain like, oh no, we don't have enough of that yet already because I have to. Well, when I was selling the first two days, I was selling the OMT that Platinum Huckleberry by the Quantum mm-hmm. Kush Four that cross we created the OMG. Yep. Uh, as well as the Oregon Tsunami, the two to one CBD cross. They are just eating that shit up. Nice. From Hunger uh, Natural Wonders. Are, 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 are they eating up the CBD? Any yeah. CBD or just that one up? They just all want CBD, and that's all we have to uh, wow. supply the people wow. with right now. We don't have the CBD cartridges that they're all coming in wanting. Hmm. But hopefully we not, can bring them to the Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's interesting. That's like... Uh, you can obviously a more maturing market, literally, like right, older people, a little bit... Uh, oh, absolutely. It's Especially not, the neighborhood we're in. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, I mean, in a way, those are like the most fun to work with, I think, just because they like at that point where, A, they've probably been lied to their whole life. And now they're all like, what? This is crazy. This stuff's, you know, <laughs> amazing. And, and and also the 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 fact that they're not, uh, you know, they're not in the just trying to find the cheapest deal and rolling around and, you know, whatever, rolling blunts or something like that. They actually like, you know go home and it really works and they come back and all of a sudden their you know their arthritis is less or their vision is better whatever whatever condition and it's cool to watch without they're looking for all that yeah without making any promises obviously too since you're you can't do that but you know what i mean but it is like it's it's nice when it kind of covers a lot of so many bases that you're almost like people ask it like like go ahead and try because you know it ain't gonna hurt right so and uh really cool is like skin conditions and things like that because that's the kind of stuff where it's like like all of a sudden you're like whoa like that shit really works especially with you know you guys gonna do like um cosmetics and things like that also on, like in, in on the side or it, i mean in the near future yeah we'd love to do salves and you know bath bombs and mm-hmm. really start getting that that ancillary market you know that really helps um helps people yeah sure. especially if that's your if you're that's your audience too because if they're coming in 
and then you, you're like, wait a minute, you don't even have to smoke it. You just lay in a bath. Like that's my, that's way, <laughs> way, way more my street, right. you know? Um, yeah. And then we just had our, uh, we literally just got in our, um, collaboration with crop circle chocolates here, here in Portland, Oregon. So we took the, uh, quantum Kush, uh, fresh batch of trim uh-huh. and then had it made into a really nice, um, dry sift and they're doing an all organic, uh, chocolate truffle drop here in the next probably, I don't know, a few days to a week. Um, Sweet. so that's something that besides flour that we'll be offering here, you know, coming up. And then nice. we are working on like CO2 cartridges for, um, for everyone as well. Well, yeah, now you guys are in the classic where, you know, you open up and then the reality is there's always, there's a lot more to get done, right? You just like, you'll be for the first six months, probably figuring it all out and seeing what your base wants and, did you guys always have a lot? Did you guys know that the CBD was going to be that big of a deal, or is it kind of caught you by surprise? I mean, I think so, or, especially Oregon. You know, we're such a medical-based state that, mm-hmm. you know, everything came from the OMP program. I think there's a lot of people looking for quality CBD. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them are going towards those extractions. Um, however, I think they'll be quite surprised if they come up against some nice, you know, high-quality CBD flour, such as the Oregon tsunami you know it's a two to one um it doesn't have that traditional terp that uh a lot of cbd carries the cherry so it's truly something unique you know we we were uh blessed enough to be gifted that by homegrown natural wonders about two years ago so we're one of the very few farms that even got to hunt through any of those seeds so it's definitely definitely exclusive too so it makes it kind of unique and special good old odie bringing the bringing the goods bringing the goods absolutely man he's always had the fire genetics that's for sure mm-hmm. and um i think ryan was telling me that you guys kind of selected the the one that he kind of uses as as his showcase uh quantum right yeah yeah so uh you know we hunted out that quantum off a couple of seed packs maybe uh four and a half five years ago um and we were lucky enough to get that particular pheno um literally off about 25 seeds mm-hmm We've we just position on a lot of other people's quantums that is out there. We really feel like it's the keeper, and obviously Odie did too, because he's definitely he's taken it to the Indo Expo show, and I think he took it to the Cannabis Cup in Michigan once or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a quality phenotype sure. um, that that we have here in Portland for sure. And then I saw the Huckleberry Cross that you were talking about earlier. Uh, that we, we got a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. That was also really nice. Yeah, the OMT. Uh, yeah, the oh, yeah, exactly. That was uh, that was some sweet. Yeah sweet uh well-grown weed and the other thing that was also super cool is that i uh, uh had was also one of our sponsors is uh buffalo and i was like so it all kind of made kind of full circle where i was like oh they were like oh you know those guys and i'm like now i do you know and they were like oh we were <laughs> in discussion with them about getting yep. becoming reps for you know for for uh buffalo down there and i was like oh well it makes a lot of sense now you know <laughs> because it's all about yeah. the it's all about yeah, the inputs absolutely. you know and uh yeah, those guys are those guys are great over there. They're doing big things. So yeah, exactly. And and I think the uh, the the synergy there is, is pretty pretty ironic since we literally just took them on as a sponsor this week. You know, so it's like it's perfect timing. So it was like a nice. And also coming to your shop on the opening was super dope too because it was like wow, this is, I feel honored to swing through on the opening. Plus it's uh you know it's great for everybody's you know sort of PR and long run. I think just because it's always nice to have like somebody coming through and then 
I'm not even realizing it, and then all of a sudden, you know, we got a, we have a contest going on, and <laughs> so all of a sudden, you know, yeah, we got no, Tyler, yeah. we got yeah, Tyler yeah, involved, yeah. and then boom, boom, boom. It's like it's nice. I like the uh, yeah. serendipitousness of it all, you know. Um, so, exactly. so you guys are open every day, Sundays too. Yes, sir. And uh, what's our official? Number? What's we're uh, we're ten to ten to twelve or uh, ten to ten <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. Noon yeah. to 10. Don't add two more hours Monday to work. Friday. Shit, we're open till 12 yeah. now? And who said that? Oh, no. No, that's cool. Um, and uh, what's the website and the best sort of, obviously, social media and all that kind of stuff? I would assume it's Fidus. Yeah, Fidus PDX for the Instagram, Fidus Family Farms for our farm account on Instagram, also FidusPDX.com. Uh, uh, as well as FidusFamilyFarms.com. Yep. Sweet. So um, we'll definitely, uh, hopefully, we'll, you know, anybody coming through from listening to the show, swing on through, tell them you heard about it here. I'm sure they'll, they'll treat you extra nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'll be definitely coming through next time because it seems to be, uh, again, like the, the circle was pretty pretty tight there. So um, if, if uh, those guys want to come down and do some product uh, drop-offs, I'll, I'll make it a point to go with them, you know, because... Uh, yeah, absolutely. You guys are always welcome. Man. Yeah, please, we, anytime. We, we really enjoyed it. It was a, hopefully it's the first of many, you know, sessions we get to have. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, trying yeah. to showcase the Portland market and trying to elevate that too, you know, and, you know. Oh, yeah. And you guys were totally on point. Too. I want to, want to just give you a shout out. Thank you, because anything that was ever needed or uh, as soon as we got there, you guys were definitely just very uh, on point with support, so I appreciate all that. Of course, man. Yeah, no problem. We, oh, yeah. We, you can tell we're, we're, we're and you can tell we were like a super professional crew that never, you know, no lag, time, <laughs> no lag times or anything, right, James? Nothing. Not as well, no. What was our point? Like it was like a military operation, actually. Is what I, what I was kind of seeing myself, but no, it was good. It was good fun. It was good fun, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll definitely link up soon. That's for sure. And uh, like I said, yeah. we'll we'll also send some people your way, and uh, mm-hmm. maybe we'll see you guys in Denver at some point. Yeah, definitely yeah. at some point. We'd we'd love to come visit. Come check it out. All right. Well, nice talking to you guys. Thank yeah. you very much. Appreciate the support. Yeah, appreciate right. the call. For sure. Cheers. Thanks, guys. All right, James. So we are uh, we are now in the final five minutes, James. Okay. We did it. The end of the line. Dun, 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 dun. Better time zones, 420 to 710. Why didn't we think of that already? I was like, I was like, wait a minute. We were just doing 3 to 6. That made no sense. 420 to 710, that's fucking brilliant. Fucking die. Exactly. It die. makes so much sense. It makes so much more sense. All right. So now um, ooh, the, the end is near. Dun, 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 dun. So uh, what, what, do you got any shout outs or anything? Yeah, but it's just. No, it was refreshing to hear him say that uh, the CBD is picking up there. That's I cool. I uh, talked to an associate uh, today. He came from uh, Boise, actually. He came in this morning. To, uh, he's going to watch my bulldog for about a week. But uh, uh, I asked him, and he works in the medical field up there. And I asked him, I said, so, what do you know about, about CBD? And he's like, nothing. He's like, I don't, I don't see anything about CBD ever in Idaho, ever, anything. And so it's really, you know, it's, um, it's really sad states like that. They're just so... You know, Idaho has the most Afghanistan-like region, I guess, in the United mm-hmm. States to grow in. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful area. I, mm-hmm. I, I did, I did, I, I did five to ten there myself. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was, it was nice. It's just, it's going to be like the last state to fucking pass. Mm-hmm. Like they're just, they're just backwards, kind of. They don't, you know. And uh, it was kind of depressing to hear that Idaho. Uh, my friend who's in the medical stuff, he's never heard they don't talk about CBD at all, and it's just, 
like, fuck, how far back are you guys? Like, how much more work do we have to do to, to get known by everyone? Yeah, like, well, impressed by I mean, the cool part is, though, that any state that's not on yet, when it does come online, it'll already be past, like, the learning curve will be less, you know what I mean? They'll just be able to kind of roll in and start fucking doing it, and all of a sudden people will be like, what? Instead of being like, you know, the infantile stages and having to go through it all and baby steps and the baby steps are kind of over now. Everybody knows what to do. It just costs a lot of money. You got to get a lot of lobbying. I was going to say, I kind of I'm kinda, I'm kinda don't like that. I, I kind of like baby steps. The, the, the big, you talk about people just coming and rolling in. Oh, like, no, we like we love baby steps, but it's not going to last forever. Okay. It ain't going to last oh. forever. No, each state, as it comes online, it becomes less and less baby steps. It's like straight to the fucking right. huge, big operations, <laughs> big numbers, drive down prices, and black yeah and everybody thinks they're craft but they're not you know that's how it goes that's how it goes craft but actually you know i'd have to say one thing we one thing because cc came on the trip with me and she just like you know she like kind of realized that like craft hipster craft kind of style things that are all the cool all the right anywhere in america is all pretty much emulating like Portland, Oregon. You know, I mean, it seems like at the end of the day, it's like that's no, the. No, it not, is. Portland's not the center of the world. No, oh. but no, but like the hipster kind of like craft food uh, sort of ment- craft foodie kind of mentality. That area though, the whole Northwest. It's not even just just Portland. Can't say one city because, but. Okay. Because yeah. I guess all Oregon then. No, that's you guys got uh, you guys are Methford. You guys are known as Methford, so that's why I saw that one guy with the chair. Did you see that one? That one, the guy fighting the chair in Medford. That was a good one. Oh god! <coughs> For like, he was like seven hours like fighting with a plastic chair in the middle of the street. He was all fucking tweaked out. No, I wasn't here. It was Methford. Was here. It was, you just oh, have yeah. to look up like man fights chair in Methford, and it's it's there. You'll find it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. You'll love it. You'll love it. You'll be like, I know that corner. It's just three blocks away. So uh, you guys get some publicity there. You know, we all know it's. Yeah, you know, you. it has a lot of meth. That's all we know. Um, That's and nice. on that note, and, and James. The, and, yeah. Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm getting attacked by flies. No, I was just saying. I think I think the Aryan Nation was down here as well. I think that's rather. Oh, there you go. You're good. So you got meth. Methville and uh, Area Nation, so hundred percent yeah. oh, yeah. on yep. the map. You guys are on the map, hardcore, yep. for real. Hardcore. All right. Well, thanks for joining uh-huh. us, and we're going to wind it out on time at seven ten, which is actually coming up right now. And uh, Thank you. I want to say, again, shout, shout again, thanks for paying attention and listening. Oh yeah, you guys, I appreciate all your support, and I really appreciate it when I'm seeing the shows and people come up to me and know me, but like, hey, I know that voice from the Dunn Show. Mm-hmm. Really, that's really humbling. That's really really cool. I'm just a speed broker guy, celebrity, so. Nice. I appreciate it all. The really voice. Cool. It's the voice. It's that voice I hear in my yep. head. Um, all right. Well, thanks a lot, James. And I want to give a voice shout out. Voice for radio? Uh-huh. Voice for television? Thanks for radio. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks all for right. joining us. Talk shout soon. All right. Peace. And then um, I want to give a shout out to 420. Hopefully he's not really in jail and he's really, really good at computers. And uh, what, what do we have? Is there a consensus on the on the chat room where they're like, he's not in jail. He's in jail. He's not in jail. I don't Nobody know. Nobody knows. That, Nobody, yeah. Everyone forgot already. They already forgot about him. No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> putting money in the commissary, dude. Got to put money in his fucking in his wallet. No. He kicked up quite a stir <laughs> in the chat room during that. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. But yeah, if it was real, I'm 100% sorry if it's not real i'm super stoked and it was the best fucking joke ever but yeah pretty good kind of he's very good at details i have to say that 
but he did say he was off his meds too. So you never know. You never know. You never know. When that's part of your when that's in your in your in your sort of sort of normal sort of conversation. Well, yeah, you know, and, and I am off my meds. Then you know there's a whole roller coaster of other things happening there. So take care of yourself for twenty. Hopefully, uh, nothing. Yeah, hopefully, it's, uh, right. hopefully we got bamboozled again. Yeah. I'm pretty easy to get fucking bamboozled too. So oh, I'm gullible uh, too. Oh, you're super gullible. I'm hella gullible. <laughs> you are. I can tell. Yep. I already know you. You're like what? No, you definitely. Oh, yeah. We won't go there. <laughs> so don't totally trick us, but feel free to try to trick us. If you can beat phone twenties, call from jail. <laughs> Please <laughs> try to do it next week. On the Adam Dunn Show. I want a uh, big shout out to my beautiful wife, uh, Cece, who's out with Nick, hanging out. Uh, she had to go. She just became American, by the way. She became That's American. My wife is now American. Oh, give me that American flag, quick. I saw that. The green one. The green and black one. The green and black. Green and not the yeah, that one. There you go. Can't can't give me the real one. Just, just give me the one. Yeah. Okay. Give me the two. Green and black. This is the new area. Oh, look at this one. Look at this. One. Ah. Yep, CC is now American. Nice. Uh, it's official, and it was kind of like crazy because it's like it's kind of the last thing you want to do is become American. Right? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? Hey. Should everyone else should be try to not become American? Uh, love, love, love America. I love it. I love it here. I love America. Uh, but no, it was very uh, interesting, and you know, CC's very emotional. She's almost, she said she was just crying almost. <laughs> It's very emotional, very emotional. But at the same time, uh, now she's safe. I don't have to worry about her being uh, deported when all the Swedes are deported. And the next, they took all the Swedes, <laughs> took all right. the blonde-haired Swedish people. <laughs> you never know. There could be a reverse. Like the next guy could come in and be like, you know what? Oh no, you thought this was bad. Oh man. Uh, shout out to Ace down at the farm. Still just battling through the stuff, battling through, battling through, but we will, we will battle through it. And then, um, we shout out to, yeah, Seeds Here Now for making it happen. See all the other sponsors, all the chat gang, everybody else. Uh, see you guys next week and peace out. Now the sun's in my face. Every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip. To cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Why did I smoke the natural herb? Some call it marijuana, some call it sensimedia, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it...